The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I'd take my chances I'd die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. An open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the only Here we go, here we go. Make Eastwood look so fine. A week away. <clears throat> oh, man. A week away, dear listener. And can I just say, um, and this is an important thing. Are there any lawyers? listening to the show tonight if there are any lawyers listening please 0344 499 1000 I, I want to file a lawsuit against well against Crosby Stills but primarily Nash because I don't know if you've ever heard the song um I'm going to Marrakesh by Crosby Stills and Nash um, it paints a, a, a picture of a, a wonderful place and full of colour and light. and vi- It's a shithole. So I'd like to sue Crosby, Stills and prim- primarily Nash um, because they've lied to me for the last, what, 50-odd years. I went there last week. Oh, man, what a dump. What? And I don't, you know, this show is supposed to be celebratory, and I don't want to, I don't want to diss a whole country, so I'm not. I'm just specifically dissing one city within that country. Although, I imagine, I imagine that the rest of Morocco is as much of a dump as Marrakesh, but I'm not going to say that for sure, because we just don't know. So any lawyers out there, particularly um, the ones that, that, that uh, are very good at, at, at suing uh, aging hippies. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, let's get straight in. I've had a week off, and boy, oh boy, we're back with a bang, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please welcome on the telephone? It's actual Matt Lucas. Hello, Matt. Hello there. How are you? I'm 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 recovering from a disappointing week in Marrakesh, Matt. Yes. Well, what's what's happened there? Because. Traditionally, I mean, if you read the Autumn Diaries, he used to love to go to Morocco. He got up to all sorts. Were you not? Were you not tempted by the young gentleman there? I was. It, I wasn't offered any young gentleman. I was offered oh. within my first hour. I was offered grass, hashish, and opium. But I don't oh. take any of those things anymore, Matt. I don't do those things. And no young men 
um, offered themselves to me. Well, then you sh- uh, did you keep the receipt? I think I've got the receipt. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna. I can take that back to the the internet and get my money back. Can I? Well, how lo- well, you, well, I, I don't see why not. Whose idea was it for you to go? Was it was it really that song that told you to go? Yeah. Well, I just I booked a week off and I did the, my life, Matt. Let's let's talk about me. You're right. Thank you. Um, my life is collapsing around my ears, and so on a whim. Um, I booked a week off work, and then I just went online and I just clicked on Marrakesh and went and had these wonderful romantic ideas of discovering myself. But it's a dump. Well, I think the problem is you've been listening to songs and following the advice. I mean, I had a terrible day trip to Bangor once. Oh, yeah, yeah, man alive. Don't, I was going to do that next week. Oh, let's avoid, let's stay where we are. Well, where I am at the moment is in the car on the way back from Bristol towards London. What you do? What were you doing in Bristol? If you don't mind me asking, if it's personal, you I can tell me doing, to get lost. No, I'll tell you. I don't mind telling you. I was in Yeovil, then Bristol, doing book signings and Q and A's for because um, I've got a book out. A book came out last week. Yeah, it's a good so one. I'm doing the publicity for the book. Um, what's the question you get asked most often? Um, well, actually, I'll tell you a question I get asked quite often. Is often people will come up to me and say hello. You know, they recognise me. Yeah. And they, they very, very people are very polite and they have a chat and then ask for a selfie. And then as soon as they go, oh, there's always a sort of man who appears who goes, uh, oh, but you can't bear that. I bet you're sick of people coming up to you, aren't you? <laughs> and I think, no, they were really nice. Yeah. I'm just sick of people coming up and saying, oh, but you can't bear that. Because it's fine. Everyone's lovely. It's they- just always the man that appears from the shadows after me. <laughs> oh, but you can't bear that. Have you, have you must have had that. I, well, here's the, here's the delicious thing, Matt. I had a very brief flirtation with stuff like that. I tend not to get recognised now. If I do get recognised, people think I'm either Marlon Dingle from Emmerdale or um, oh. Richard Bacon. Oh. Well, <laughs> um, so it's either... Right, I see. Well, that, that's not... I don't know what Marlon Dingle looks like, but Richard Bacon had a present yeah, they're both, they're both, you know, gentlemen of, of uh, extended features. Um, Matt, look, I, I've, I've read your book, Matt Lucas, Little Me, My Life from... Now, because it's Little Me, do I have to say from A to Z, or is it A to Z? A to Z, unless you're from Alabama. Because it, it doesn't rhyme, it rhymes, doesn't it? Little Me, My Life from A to Z, that, that rhymes. Yes, but, but not all book titles have to rhyme. That's not a sign of a good book title. I mean, Great Expectations doesn't rhyme. Title. I'm just Mine doing it. Hang on. Great expectations and awkward situations. That yes, with the the, the bit that in, is in brackets afterwards yeah. that most people drop off. Yes, it does actually, <laughs> Matt. Well, all right. What about Pride and Prejudice? Pride and Prejudice. No, he's got you there. Yeah, that's that, 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 okay. That's the. That, that, he's, no, he's not Pride destroyed me. Pre- Pride and Prejudice. Let's have less of it. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you remember um, the night that we drove past Brian May? Yes! Do you remember it? Was it in Chelsea? It was. And I'm surprised it's not in the book, actually, Matt. I was a bit disappointed. Um, I don't get it mentioned at all. But I think um, I drove you to two, possibly three, very bizarre gigs scattered around the country. I think one was in Brighton. And on the way back from one of them, you were telling me... This is years, like, a lifetime ago. You were telling me that you were Queen's biggest fan. And you write a lot about Queen in the book. Yeah, um, I do. And then, so I think I don't know if you was you actually, you were probably still banging on about Queen because it was quite a long car journey. But then, then we drove. Pa- I went. I think that's Brian May over there. And, and it you, was, wasn't it? It, it was. You know what? Do you know what else I remember? That it was the night 
before um, their last album, uh, "Back to Heaven for Everyone," I think it is, yeah, uh, was released. It was the day it, the, their album was going to be released the next day. Yeah, and we saw Brian May in the street. That's right, we did. And I said, you I said, you we should... saw him from behind, but we knew his hair. Yeah, but no, but then we pulled. We, then we, if I, the way I remember, we saw him from behind. And we were jokingly going, oh, there's Brian May. And then we drove very slowly past him. We curb-crawled Brian May. And um, and we, we we went, it was him. And you, it was so lovely to see because you got all nervous. And you were you were kind of famous then. And I was saying, you can get out and say hello to him and it won't be weird. You went, oh, no, no, I can't. No, 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 I can't do that. I can't do that. And, and we, we drove away. But it was a lovely moment. Yeah, it was very nice. And we had some fun doing those gigs. And that must be... 23 years ago or something? Man, alive. It was, it was, they were, uh, they were Neil Willis gigs. And yeah, that was, uh, it, that was, you, you gave me, you gave me some wonder. We will talk about your book in a second, I promise you. Um, but uh, just, just a bit bitter that I'm not mentioning it. But you gave me some really good advice because I was, um, was, uh, had an agent, but he wasn't, he wouldn't be my agent, but he, he kept mentioning, um, that if he was going to sign me up, he'd sign me to a five year contract. Now, Whoa. and you, and that's exactly the noise you made in my mum car exactly the noise because you went listen no agent no agent signs you up you don't have a contract you certainly don't sign a five-year contract best advice i was ever given in show business matt so thank you for that well the thing is i would say this to young comedians there was there's a big agent and they would sign people up and i would say well firstly you don't need to sign a five-year contract with your agent yep. it's not the music industry if you if you you know if you have a good enough relationship then, you know, you want to keep them on their toes. You know, if you if you sign a contract, that's it. They've got you, and they yeah. don't need to do any work yeah. because they've got you. But also, more than anything, you an agent doesn't sign you up. You sign them up. Yep. This and is, that's the thing. This is exactly but, what you uh, told me. It was the, honestly, it was the best advice I've ever been given because it made me go, oh, hang on, this bloke, and this bloke knows what he's talking about because you were just having your first brush with fame, and I was, you know, I was, I was still signing on, I think. Um, but we were it, just still, we was, yeah, it was just the beginnings of Severn Chumley and uh, maybe I'd done some shooting stars. Oh, I think you'd done some days. shooting stars because we, we, we arrived at a venue and there was a picture of you dressed as a baby um, and you kind of, oh, like, yeah. oh, oh God, they're expecting the baby and I'm do- and you were well, doing the brilliant. Happened. Yeah. That's why I got stand-up comedy. I retired from stand-up comedy at the age of 22. Wow. Precisely because um, I didn't have a George George stage act, really. I mean, I appeared as George Dawes when we did a Shooting Stars tour, but my stage act was Suburban Chumley, yeah. the character that I was doing. And, and actually, we later, we later did that character in the first series of Little Britain. Um, but I, so I had this stand-up act, and then I'd, yeah, I'd turn up and there would be posters of, um, of, of me at the drum kit, and people would come expecting yeah. that. Understandably, they'd be bemused by, by the, the, the different kind of acts that I was doing. Um, the only people really laughing were the promoters because they were able to cash in. But uh, it, it made me very anxious about doing gigs. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, but you know, I had a lovely time. I did stand up for four and a half years. Funnily enough, it's all in the book. Uh, well, this is this is the joy of it. You, you the, the the book is. I devoured your book in about three days, Matt. It was such a good read, and it was um, um, it was it was. Fun, I mean, it's hilariously funny, um, and it's really sad, you know, and I, I don't want to go into it, but you talk beautifully about, about Kevin, um, and you talk beautifully about the, the great sadness in your life, you know, and I, I, and I was surprised, um, 
at how vulnerable you, you allowed yourself to be in that book. And I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for doing that, because that was a brave thing to kind of do. Well, it, thank you. You know, um, you know, it's nice to get the feedback, because you write in a bit of a vacuum. I mean, you have an editor. Um, but it's the first time I've sat down and written a book ever, and uh, also did it myself on my own. Yeah. You know, some people have ghostwriters. Um, but uh, the way the book is, is, is an autobiography, but it's not strictly chronological. It's, it's an A to Z. So, you know, B is for baldness because I lost my hair when I was six. And G is for gay. J is for Jewish. But it's my life and also my work. But, yeah, I do talk about some things that I've never spoken publicly yeah. about. Um, but, you know, we all have sadness in our lives as well as happiness. And so I don't, I don't I try and avoid. I think there is sadness in there. But what I hope there isn't in there is self-pity. Because I think that's a very unattractive thing. Oh, no, not at all. I think that, you know, uh, the, 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 the sad parts, and there are other sad parts, but I, I just thought they were so beautifully done, and um, there was no wallowing. You, you kept it very succinct, and I think that's, that's, that's a skill. But there is also wonderful, joyous moments. For God's sakes, man, you're in my boy's favourite TV programme. You're in Doctor Who now. Yes. That is insane, yes. isn't it? A, a companion in Doctor Who. I never saw that one coming, but that has been that has been a, a wonderful, a wonderful experience. Yeah, working with some. Great, I mean, Pearl Mackey and Peter Capaldi. Yeah, what, brilliant, brilliant actors. Really great to work with. You know, make make they, when you work with really good actors, they really make you raise your game. Yeah, you know, um, and Stephen Moffat's scripts. I mean. Uh, yeah, it's been a great experience. Were you a fan? I, you, like I say, it wasn't part of the strategy. It yeah. just came along. Were you a fan as a kid, uh, Matt? Did you? Did you? Because when I was a kid, I used to watch it, and I wanted to be Tom Baker. Were you a fan, or was it? Did, did, yeah. did that come later? No, we were. I was a fan, and and actually, David Williams was as well. And there's quite a few Doctor Who references sort of slipped into Little Britain. And of course, we had Tom Baker as our narrator in of that course. show because we were such fans. Um, am I right? Were you in an episode of Community as well? Yeah, I'm getting I was in an episode of Community that actually refers to um, Doctor Who because I'm at an infected space time. That's it. For those, we're going to get slightly niche, guys. For those who know, Community is probably the best sitcom that I'm guessing the majority of you have never seen. It's on Netflix now. Go and devour it. What? what give it three episodes because the first two episodes are slightly misleading. It looks like a typical American sitcom, but boy oh boy, it's absolutely insane. And it was I was thrilled to see you pop up in that. It's like I used to oh, know oh. him. Yeah, thank you. Well, um, you still do, but well. it was uh, it was nice. Yeah, and I got to meet Chevy Chase. And, um, <laughs> was he hard uh, work? Because I know that, that I've read that he was he was hard work on set. Was he hard work with you, or was he lovely? Well, I, I didn't have any scenes with him. So yeah. I just kind of got to shake his hand and say, I was very excited about. Wow. Um, I, felt, I, I felt that he was, there was sort of the cast and him. And they were like two separate entities. Yeah. But, but I, I had no bad experience with him. You know, I felt like that was partly generational as well. Yeah. Him, I think, because, uh, because he was older and, and, and came more through, through the film world. Um, but it was a very welcoming show to be on and, and working with Donald Glover was the thrill and Joel McHale and um, Alison Brie. It was it was a really yeah. nice it was a really uh, and, and Gillian, it was a nice it was a very nice it's a great experience. Show. You know, and it's just that the thing about America, because I live in Los Angeles now and the thing about those shows is you know, you just turn up and you're on them uh, you do a week on them and maybe you're not even in every day that week. Yeah. So I did one uh, not long ago, Fresh Off the Boat, which is a a really popular sitcom in America, and again, 
just a nice experience. Turn up, three or four days, and then uh, back home. That's nice. I'm going to show Catherine my favourite picture in the book. I love this picture. Let's have a look. Look at that. Read the caption underneath that. It's such a good picture. (laughs) Fascinating paparazzi shot of man rifling through satchel. Must have fetched millions. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a good picture of you with your hat on looking through your bag. Yeah, well, there's a chapter in the book. Um, O in the book is for... (laughs) O look is singing. And it's a chapter about the experience of being the low-rent celebrity that I am and, and the kind of it's a kind of a list of 25 things about being famous because yeah. um, you ask me you know what question am I, drives me most mad I mean no everyone's pretty much pretty nice but the thing for sure is that people are definitely when they come up to you more interested in my fame uh, than in my work 100% definitely yeah, yeah. and that's what people ask me about the experience of being recognised far more than what it was like to work on Alice in Wonderland or anything like that. Um, there's uh, the, the Ungrateful Celebrity's Guide to Being Famous. Let me read a couple of these, just because I, 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 this I get. Number one, fame does not render you deaf or blind. You might think you have the best poker face, poker face, but I can see your shock, delight, disdain when you realise I am in the room, and I can hear you when you pass by me in the street. I had this <laughs> getting the shuttle bus from Gatwick to the car park, and I got on, and some bloke's going... It's that bloke off the telly. And then I was looking at their reflection in the windows, and I could see them pointing at me. And I just thought, just just say it. Say it out loud, or don't say it while I'm there, you idiots. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, people are, like I say, I'm not... It's not a whinge. It's not a whinge. It's just a kind of silly countdown. But um, you can hear and see most things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't hear any less, see any less, just because you're on the telly, but... People are, like I say, people are generally very nice and, and, um, uh, that's my experience anyway. Um, what, so th- we got the book, the book, and by the way, listen, Matt, we only get people, we, we've had people who've sent us their books and we've gone, wow, this is a stinker. We've not invited them on. We only get people on when we think the books are great. And the book is brilliant. Little Me, My Life from A to Z, or A to Z, if, you, if you're a fan of the rhyming titles, as I am. It is out now and would make a superb present for anybody. Um, if, if they like Matt, even better. Um, what, what, you know what, I shouldn't say this, but on Amazon, eight quid. Eight quid, eight quid. for that book. Not only can you read it, but afterwards you can use it to prop up your wonky table. <laughs> Get on Amazon now. Get on Amazon now. Eight, eight quid. That's like it's like a, it's like what you pay for it down the market. <laughs> um, what, what are you going to do next, Matt? What's, your, what's the next project? Um, do you know what? I'm slowly just beginning to develop a sitcom, and also I'd really, really, really like to write a, a musical. I love oh. stage music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'd like to do. Um, I, I love, by the way, I'm, I'm not that familiar with Les Mis. I'm, <gasps> I'm a fan of, um, I'm a fan of hair. Oh, Les Mis, he's no, obsessed with. Les Mis, I was obsessed with when I was a kid. Oh, before I ever saw it, someone brought me back the soundtrack, and I was obsessed with that thing. So I completely get that. And I also remember seeing you on TV, Matt, doing your part and thinking, "Oh, the man is living the dream." But, but there's a yeah, delicious, a delicious description, and, it, and it, what is great about that chapter is your, your joy and your passion just flies off the page. But also the terror when I think was it the matinee performance and you started yeah. singing like four bars too early or something <laughs> and you're doing the maths in your head of all right how do I catch up what do I do how do I, and, and you were kind of trapped in it yeah I so so there's a chapter in the book you for uh, upstage because I'm a terrible upstager and it and talks about things that I've done on stage 
and um, and one of them was Les Miserables. And I did 11 weeks in the West End, but before I did that, I did these two concerts at the O2, which you may have seen where you can buy the DVDs yeah. or um, uh, they were on, um, they were out at the cinema. They, they screened them live. Wow. So we did this big performance in the evening and it was Alfie Bow and Leah Salonga and Nick Jonas. And then afterwards, all the original cast came on stage, Michael Ball and Colin Wilkinson, and, and we all sang One Day More together. But in the afternoon, we did a matinee, and I was just completely unprepared. I was the only member of the cast who had not been in Les Miserables. Yeah. Everyone else knew the show backwards. Some of them were in it at the time. And I came out, and I suddenly got kind of got stage fright. Yeah. And I came out to sing Master of the House. And just before the curtain went up, about an hour before, Cameron McIntosh, the producer, uh, was watching rehearsals and he made a few changes. And one of the changes he made was, oh, when Matt comes out, actually we should add four bars <laughs> of what they call, they call it vamping. Yeah. But just four bars of... Before Master of the House starts, so the audience can applaud. Well, I came out and I sort of just slightly... Just kind of panicked and didn't leave those four bars because I thought, oh, no one's really applauding that yeah, much. Yeah. So um, I started, and I was four bars ahead of the music. <laughs> now, there's a, a, a something like a... It was something insane, like an 80-piece orchestra yeah. behind me, and me just singing four bars ahead of the orchestra. Oh, God. And the whole time I'm thinking, okay, so this is bad because... I'm singing the wrong thing. And four bars is quite a difference. So it doesn't sound good. This actually sounds dreadful. But not only that, <laughs> but I don't know. I could be four bars ahead for the entirety of the six-minute song. Yeah. But fortunately, no. Matt, yeah. Matt. We're losing you. We're losing oh. you. Well, we've got you back. You're losing me. We got you back. We got you back. You must have gone through got a tunnel. You've got you back. Go on. Oh. So you, you, were four, you were four bars behind, and you are wondering what you're going to do. Oh, he's gone. Sounded like that. He's buggered off. Well, no, no, that's right. It's right. Listen, we, Matt, we are done. It was, it was beautiful. We'll, we'll you'll have to fi- here we go to find out if he got back in time or if it was a disaster. Do you want to go and give him a call and just say thank you very much? You go and do that, Catherine. Just say thank you very much to find out whether Matt got back on track. You'll have to get the book. It's a cracking read. Honestly, you know we don't recommend books um, unless I have had great pleasure from them myself. I took this on a holiday with me. I devoured it in, in two and a half days. Matt Lucas, Little Me, My Life from A to Z. It's, it's a joy. It is, uh, it's stupid. It's silly. It's hilarious. It's really, really touching. Really sad. And um, he's just a nice bloke. And that really, really nice bloke. And I think he's one of, um, I think he's one of the, our, our greatest performers. Dear listener, onwards and upwards, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, we just spoke to Matt on the phone and we, both Catherine and I get double-barrelled... Um, we, we're not taking that... Um, disappearing midway through an interview. What a nice man Matt Lucas is. So nice. And um, here's the thing, I never really saw Little Britain. I've seen bits of it, but I knew Matt, knew knew him. We did a few gigs together, and that's a Bernard Chumley character. Honestly, because seeing that's a Bernard Chumley character in small clubs in front of 150 people, 
Oh, man, what a... It was a thrill. You knew you were watching something very, very exciting. Absolutely foul-mouthed. He did a wonderful impression of um, uh, 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 of, of, of filthy John Pertwee. It was... Oh, it, the whole thing was a joy. And, and honestly, the book is a cracking read. Tracy has tweeted me, um, and I am... To, where is it? Oh, where's it gone? Oh, yeah, um, Robin Asquith is doing a show tomorrow night. Remember, Robin, we had on um, before I went away? Just a reminder, Robin Asquith is on tomorrow night, 9.15, at the Phoenix Artists Club. I'd like to go and see that, but I'm doing this show. I am never leaving the show again. You have my word on it. As a... a, (laughs) Bless you. As a holy man, you have my word on it. Can I just... Can I just ask the Periscope? Is this Periscope working, or is it not working? Because I'm not sure if I logged on to the Wi-Fi... Or not? Is it working? Periscopers? Yes. Yes, OK, fine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We have lots to talk about this evening. I even tweeted some stuff, and Catherine will now tell me what it was I tweeted. Um. Okie dokie. Um, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. I had some ideas for the show. Oh, by the way, the Johnny Up the Balm Off Com. Nah, not upheld. They didn't look into it. Um, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. Um, hang on a second. I may have deleted it. OK, well, you basically, you can call in about absolutely anything you want, because I've got nothing. But i tell you this, guys, I'll tell you this, and I don't say this lightly. I booked a week away on, as a whim to, uh, uh, to go to Marrakesh in Morocco. And I'm going to be honest, it was an absolute SH1T hole. It was a dump. It was hot. Of course, it was being hot doesn't make it a dumpy. I know, but it was full of dodge pots, a little bit racist. Um, good food, good drinks. Um, but just with the, f- I went right. Okay, so landed about half eleven, and then took ages to to get to the the the, the hotel. And we got to the hotel, right? Ripped off already because the the shuttle bus from the uh, airport to the hotel was was supposed to be free. And then as soon as we got out, the guy put his hand out for money. Okay, fine. Then walked to the hotel and got to the hotel. It was more of a hostel that I was staying in. I'm not really a hostel-y kind of guy. But we got there. And the gentleman said, yes, your name? And I, I told him my name. Can I have your passport? Yes. And he said, now, what type of room did you book with us? Now, bearing in mind, most of the rooms are sleep four or six people. I booked a room that slept one and also had its own bathroom. And I told him that, and he went, hmm. And then he started um, uh, jabbering away in Arabic to his friend. And um, I was thinking, aha, here we go. This is going to be something a little bit close to the knuckle. And he said, my friend... We are going to put you in a better hotel. I went, oh, that's odd, because this is the hotel I booked. He said, yes, I know, but I'm going to take you to a better hotel. I said, have you let my room out? He went, yes, we have. And I said, right, OK. He said, but the hotel we're going to take you to is even better than this. I said, has it got a rooftop um, um, restaurant? Yes, it has. I can have free breakfast on the roof. Yes, you can. So, um... I was then escorted another 20 minutes through, this is about one o'clock in the morning now, through the um, the back streets of Marrakesh to another hotel. Now, I hadn't seen the first hotel 
physically. So I've been in there, but I hadn't seen the rooms. So I didn't know, but I know that I'd booked it online and I'd chosen it very, very carefully. So we got to this second hotel and um, the, 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 everyone was very friendly. They were all very, very nice. And, and, and they showed me to my room and I dropped my stuff off and it was like one in the morning. I said, that, the market square, is it still open? They said, yes, it's still open. I said, good. I'm going to go and get something to eat. Would you like us to show you around? No, 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 no. M- m- the, the best thing you can do when you're in a foreign country, Catherine, I wonder if you agree is you drop your, however tired you are, you drop your stuff off and you walk straight out with neither guide nor map and you just see where you end up. Yeah. That's the best thing. For the first night, just go for a wander. Immerse yourself. Or go for a wander. So I did, and I had a lovely wander. And it was a very busy, raucous square. Lots of, um, lots of men playing banjos. Lots of men playing... The banjo is a popular instrument over there. And then I found a little uh, a little cafe, and I had um, some lamb, uh, chicken tagine, and it was delicious. Uh, I got ripped off buying a bottle of water. How much did you pay? Twenty pounds. Wow! I hadn't worked out the exchange rate, and once I did, I went. Oh, that guy! No wonder he was so jolly and high fiving me. <laughs> but it was fine. It was fine. And then I got back to the room, and I, I posted a picture of it. And um, um, Hippie Churchill said, "Well, that looks like a prison cell, mate. You want to get." out of there and it was what it was there were no windows right it's never a good sign well no but in in morocco there was a double bed that filled up one end of it then there was a single bed and then there was the shower and i kind of thought it was all right but it was also it was these built these hotels these riads are built as like sort of court yard so there's the the square in the middle where everyone congregates and it was kind of there and i thought this is going to get noisy so I, I got up the next morning, I couldn't sleep, and I had breakfast, and I went and had um, a man pummel me to death, was one of the things I did. And, um, and then I just thought, no, do you know what? This is rubbish. This is rubbish. So I spent an hour drinking um, pina colada, but a virgin pi- Yes, I like pina colada. I love it. It's like a milkshake, but a, a virgin one. And I was looking at hotels, and I thought, hey, all right. I'll spend another 300 quid and I'll book a different hotel. So suddenly this, this holiday that's cost £490 is suddenly going up. So I booked another hotel. Oh, get, go and get my, um, go and get my, my audio thingy. My, uh, me, 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 right. me thing. Because you'll, you'll, oh, I t- you'll hear me walking out of the hotel and telling them I'm not coming back. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I, I taped it. Of course I did. So I had to walk out of the hotel and t- say, I'm not coming back. You'll hear that. That's what we'll do. We'll play that if I can find it on there. Um, and, um, and then I spent three hours, right, in the, it was over a hundred degrees trying to find the second hotel that I've booked. Three hours, right, trying to find it. And I can't use my, da- I'm on gift gaff. So I've not, I- I've, I've came my allowance, okay, and I keep topping it up. I spent 70 quid on GIFGAF, topping up the thing, just to use the map. All I was doing was using Google Maps to find, um, to find the thing. And I was going to these blokes, and it kept sending me down this street, and the, the, a guard would say, it's not, it's, it's not down here. And then I'd go and ask someone. You've got all these people saying, I'll take you, but then they want a bit of, um, bit of money for taking you. And um, this guy said, this guy phoned up the hotel for me, and... Um, um, Andrew said, it's great to have you back. Thank you, Andrew. Um, this guy phoned up the hotel for me. And, uh, and he, in the end, a bloke came and picked me up on his scooter. Bloke on his scooter, 
holding my suitcase, me holding him, driving through a, um, a Moroccan market. It was nuts. Anyway, the hotel was much better. Thank you very much indeed. But as the week progressed, I realised I wasn't enjoying myself. I felt miserable. I felt stupid for being there. And all I was doing was um, buying giant sellotape. But the biggest roll of sellotape I've ever... I, cu- I couldn't believe it. I've, I filmed it. I forgot to bring it in today. But if you're coming to the show on Bright- in Brighton on Saturday, and if you're coming to the show in Hull the week after that, or a couple of weeks after that, um, then I will be bringing the sellotape with me. You can look at it for free. If you want to uh, touch it, it's 50 pence. If you want a selfie taken with it, it's a pound. And I really can't say fairer than that. Would you be sticking anyone with it? No, no, no. I don't want to actually use the sellotape. It, honestly, I was walking around... Buying, I bought you some slippers, some tatty slippers. Which I've not seen, so no, I don't no, believe no. you. I bought the boys, I bought the boys a nice little rock that Crystal's in. And I was walking around and I saw, uh, uh, the, the, I mistakenly went up the, the side street that isn't for tourists. Oh no, that's loads of chickens and rabbits in really bad conditions. Oh, there's, and in the square, there's loads of mon- the people with monkeys on a chain. Why mon- didn't you buy me a monkey? No, monkeys in a nappy. I don't oh. like that. Um, you know, um, uh, adders, b- 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 what do they call not cobras? Pipe, pipe cleaners. What do they call them? Snake, snake charmers. charmers. That's the fellas. Pipe cleaners. Snake charmers. <laughs> <laughs> snake charmers. That's the fellas. And oh um, and and, and um, I could have bought you a, a, a tortoise. They were selling no, tortoises. I don't like them. But um, I, yeah, I went in the bit where they keep all the uh, the animals that they're going to kill. That was a bit unpleasant. And the, 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 but you enjoyed your tagine, right? Oh, yes, indeed I did. But I was walking, and I saw, I walked, I saw this massive... I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the flip? I did a, did a double take. I went back. It, it was the biggest roll. Oh, by the way, it's new callers only tonight. I forgot to say that. So if you've never called before, that's who I want to... I forgot to mention that. That was the main thrust of the show. Brand new callers only, please. So not newish, not people who've called two or three or a hundred times... Brand new callers. If you've never called before, tonight's the night. Oh, what's the phone number? Oh, 0344. 499. There we go. We're there. We're there. We're back up and running. Um, the biggest sellotape I've ever seen in my life. And it was so big, I went in and took a picture with it, right? And then I was, was tweeting, because the, the Wi-Fi, you had to find the Wi-Fi. I was piggybacking on someone's Wi-Fi. I was tweeting, I found the biggest sellotape ever. And, and it was, it became, it started trending. Eddie Mayer from uh, Radio 4 tweeted, show us a picture. And I went, well, I'm going to, but I, I want you all to be prepared that this sellotape is huge. And he said, be quick. And um, I, I, took, I, I posted the picture, and then I realised you, you could only see it face on. You couldn't see the girth, the width of it. Um, so I went back, and I made a little video. It's on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, of me buying it. There's a picture of me. There. Can you retweet that, Kath? Yes. Retweet that. There's me with the cell. I mean, you've pinned it to the top of your... Oh, have I? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm so proud. I'll, I'll retweet that. Hang on a second. I'll, um... Hang on a minute. If I'll retweet that. There it is. Um, 303 likes. It's gone viral, that has. Um, and I bought... I bought... <laughs> no, it's nuts. I bought the bloody sellotape. I didn't want to bought it, didn't I? I've got, I've got a massive roll of sellotape. I, I stubbed my toe on it today. That's how big this sellotape is. I stubbed my toe on it. It was awesome. And, and let me tell you something, dear listener. When the best thing you can say about your holiday is you bought some huge stationery, <laughs> that's a pretty stinky holiday. That's a pretty stinky... So I came home two days early. Um, I booked two extra flights. I, I was going to come. I was going to come home Sunday, 
And then I booked a flight for Saturday. And then I thought, I can't stand it another day. So I booked a flight for Friday. So all in all, my £490 holiday, with extra hotel and extra flights, came closer to £1,000. Well, Judith Chalmers was worried, but now she's not. <laughs> Honestly, it is an absolute dive. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Playing a dangerous game this evening, dear listener. I only want brand new callers. If you've called in before, uh, you, you sit back, listen, enjoy the show. I don't want to talk to you this evening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. My name is Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hey guys, listen to this. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio and with. Oh, hello. Time to change. Welcome on board, guys. It's a pleasure to have you. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year, and having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Is that how you do those? That's how you do the, those. The, we're working with Time to Change. Boy, what a thrill it is. You're going to be hearing me saying that a few more times uh, over the next few weeks, and uh, it's, it's a privilege. Nay, an honour to do it. So, new callers only tonight, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm uh, making a rod for my own back by saying that, but like, I just thought we're going to do it, let's dive in. 03444991000. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. This is what Marrakesh sounded like. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, man. Oh, no, hang on, that's that. Hang on, that's, that's, hang on. that's what you sounded like in Marrakesh. That's after I'd um, um, had a hammam where they scrub your back. This is, this is Marrakesh. Absolute bloody racket. Imagine that. I mean, for like a minute, that's okay. That's it all the time. Everyone on little mopeds. Funny singing. This is quite a good recording, though, isn't it? It's that ambience. Yes, yeah, uh, ambience. I did some ambient recordings on my Zoom. It's, it's, it's quite good. Anyway, so this is me leaving the hotel. Oh, no. no. That's me. I think this is me le- leaving the hotel. I might swear, but I don't think I do. So, right. So, so, so this is the second day, right? And I've decided, I've booked another hotel. And I've decided I'm getting out of there. And what I've had to do is I've gone into my room. And they've, as I've gone in, they've said, oh, sir, how are you today? So I said, yeah, I'll be out in a minute. I've gone in and I've packed everything. And I've, and you know me, I don't like, um, uh... Confrontation. I don't like confrontation in real life. Of course I don't. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And, um, so I, um, uh, so I, I, I packed and I was in there for about 15 minutes. And I've got to go and do it. I've got to go and do it. I've got to go and do it. And I did it. And I, and I, I, I told him I was checking out of his hotel. Dude, I'm going. Where? To another hotel. Because this wasn't the hotel that I booked online. I booked Kadesh. The Kadesh. Kadesh. But I think she had the same. Yeah, I know, but this isn't as good. This isn't as good. I'm disappointed. That's good. No, I'm disappointed, man, to be honest. I booked that hotel. Oops. And was disappointed when I got there that. It's Wait, I can't do it. Uh, I'm going. I've booked somewhere else. I've booked somewhere else. No, no, no. No, I have done. It's fine. 
I'm just disappointed that I, when I got there last night that the room wasn't available. That was ah, okay. Cool. I will show if you, it is possible to stay. I know. I've, I've booked somewhere else. Oh. So it's fine. Okay. Disappointed. Seven. Disappointed, man. Very bad. Very bad. Well, that was uncomfortable. Well, wasn't you it? told him. <laughs> So did he get any money back? Or? Um, no, he didn't. But um, I ki- then kicked up a stink with eBookers, who I booked it through, and they gave me a full refund. Oh, good. So good, good for the, good for those that guys. That was so. Oh, everything's clenched. Well, here's now. the thing, right? You don't find. I find it weird that they speak French in Africa. I find it weird. Now I know the history of it. I know it's a French colony, but I find it very weird that, 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 that all these Africans are speaking French. That they speak in Arabic. And then their second language is French. I tell you what it was. It was it was a glimpse into a nightmarish parallel universe where English isn't everyone's second language. Because we know around the world, people either speak English first, or if they don't, they should bloody well speak it second, right? Wow. And, um, well, they do. It's a fact. I'm being slightly, you know, jingoistic, but it's a fact that, that, that people either speak English as their first language, and if they don't, they speak it as their second language. And you know that's a fact. That's not even a thing. I'm not even doing a thing. That's a fact. You know, now you're doing, as, as Tommy said the other day, and I heard you flirting with Tommy, as Tommy said, <laughs> frowns don't come across on the radio. I'm not frowning. No, no, okay, well, n- neither does looking like a smug tit come across <laughs> on the radio. So what's your beef with what I've just said? D- 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 try and dismantle well, what I've just vast, said. There are vast places, there's vast areas of the world where they speak Spanish as their first language. No, 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 yeah, okay, their first language and their second language would be English. Well, That's what I just oh, said. You know, I'm going to blow your mind now. Yeah. Some people don't speak English. English at all. Well, no, 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 but you, but you cannot deny the fact, and this is a fact, I'm not even doing a thing, so you can't even dispute this, because this is fact, right, that lots of people speak English yeah. as their first language, yeah. right, and those that don't speak English as their first language probably <laughs> speak English as their second language. Okay. That's a fact. Okay. That's a but fact. I, just, I can't get over how appalled you are that some people who are not French, speak French. Um, That's your problem, isn't it? Um, well, so we're just ignoring that what I said was factually correct. Well, okay, that's okay. fine. I'm a bigger man. I'm a bigger man. You certainly are. Um, well, I am after those tagines, let me just say. I've been to the gym the last three days. Um, but no, I just find it... I, I just... It would, be, it would be the worst kind of futurist... Forget your Blade Runner 2049s. By the way, at the end of that, they're both robots. Um, I would imagine. I've not seen it. I'm not going to see it because the first one was boring. The second My one dad done. went to see it yesterday. His thoughts were not as good as the first one, bit long. Yeah, we go. But well, it was all right. I, and the first one, I would say, is, is not very good anyway, and that's a bit long. Um, no, I just... its a, It was a glimpse into a nightmarish... It, Where the French being, won. Being in Africa must be what it's like to be French all the time. Uh-huh. Because... Let, sorry? <laughs> Me mean? being in Africa, let me say it again, because it's not that hard a concept to grasp. Me, and I hope you're filming this um, cameras for your for the because the camera's working. This is the bit you're going to use. <laughs> being me being in Africa 
must be what it's like being French all the time. Don't even don't even start that. It must be what it's like being French all the time. Do you get it? Yeah. Because um, I was there. I didn't speak Arabic. What? It spoke a petit peu français. And they weren't speaking English. Oh. And that's what it's, what it was like. Be a Frenchman. Frenchman going to America. Um, or, or, or Spain. They go to Sp- Frenchman goes to Spain. Right. They're going to speak Spanish. Then they're going to speak English, probably even some of the Spaniards, some of the, the good guys, the Catalans, they might even speak English before Spanish. And then... Catalans probably speak French. The, the, well, the, the, the third or fourth would be French. So that's... So we shouldn't... We should, what I'm trying to say is mm. we shouldn't hate the French. We should feel sorry for them. It's almost like they've got a disability. And you can click that video and put it on the Talk Radio website. You really want that? Yeah, oh, yes, I do. Talkradio.co.uk. Um, with my big meaty balls. Wow. Was it? What should Julia Hartley Brewer's got? Big my big sweaty balls. <laughs> Who's gonna eat my big sweaty balls? She doesn't say that. What does she say? Her ballsy bake again. Something mm, like give my ballsy bake. Watch it rise in my big sweaty balls. Ooh, my Julia Hartley Brewer's. Big. Put, put this on on Talkradio.co.uk. I'm Julia Hartley Brewer, and I've got big sweaty balls, and you can lick them to beat cancer. What? Yep. <laughs> you got that? Put that on the talk radio. From one off come to another. <laughs> Listen, I, it turns out I'm indestructible when it comes to offcoms. Don't say that. We have had two. Don't that say that. We have had two offcoms that have gone very, very close. One of them went. One of them nudged over the line, and it was thanks to my quick work I managed to pull it back. Um, and we had another one. The Johnny up the bum went up the line, but no, 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 no. It turns out I am indestructible, and that's why on tomorrow's show we're going to be murdering a child live on air. We won't, and we wouldn't even joke about that, Ian. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I can't help it if um, uh, if they're not going to call in, then I'm going to I'm going to sail close to the wind. But basically, have you ever been to Marrakesh? No. It, honestly, uh, it, 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 you're making it sound great, though. I've got to say, <laughs> I it's on my to do list. I um, I'm going to go f- back. I'm going to find out where Graham Nash lives, and I'm going to stove his head in with his guitar. He was taking a lot of drugs back then. You should. I'm going to. I'm going to get Neil Young's. Um, I don't know what they call it. What is that? They call the harmonica thing they wear around their neck, so they can play guitar and do that. That that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get Neil Young's, and I'm going to shove it oh. up Nash's Nash hole, and um, let's see how he likes that, and. I'm going to blow it. Can someone please phone in? 0344 499 1000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Said another one. Did another one. Because I forgot to do them for the majority of the first... I've got to do them... I've got to do that one... One more this hour. <laughs> the other We've only got, like, three minutes left. This hour. Well, well t- time to change. Well, you're going to get your money's worth. Trust me, you're going to get your money's worth because it's a pleasure. A pleasure, nay, an honour to have you guys on board. And we'll be doing more stuff with them over the coming weeks, which is a thrill to me, guys. Um, I had something else to talk about, and the thing is, I've not looked at the newspaper. I've got no idea what's happened in the news. Or, the only thing I know that's happened in the news 
is the letter F fell off some scenery. That's it. That's the only thing I know that's happened in the last week. I left as, as the, the horrific situation in Vegas was, was unfolding. Um, when I arrived in Casablanca, I found out that Tom Petty had died. Um, and I wasn't, I, I'm not a Tom Petty fan. I never got Tom Petty. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But there was something, it, it struck me as slightly sad. I broke the news to an American girl. Um, did he do a song called American yes, Girl? Yes, did you do it through the medium of song? Uh, I did, did, you know, as I said that, I thought, ooh. I think I've been cleverer there than I was. But no, no, I, I did break the news to an American girl. I thought she would have known because she was carrying a ukulele. Um, I did. This is my thing is, I'm going to do things I wouldn't normally do. So I went and spoke to an American girl. She was with a, a bloke. It was a couple. Um, they were on their honeymoon. Um, I said, why are you in Marrakesh? They said, we're on our honeymoon. Why are you in Marrakesh? I said, oh. <laughs> the other end. But... Um, and I, I said, well, it's sad news about Tom Petty, isn't it? They went, sorry, what? I went, oh, yes. Yeah, but at that point, I don't think he had died. No, he hadn't. I called it early. So did it. Well, the news called it early. Oh. Then they took it back, and then they said, no, actually, yeah, he has. T- TMZ are always right. How did TMZ know? What, did that, what does that sound for? The, the, the music, the, um, t- too many celebrity what does that what does tea okay well this is the next hour is is starting to take shape rather deliciously um where were you when tom petty died then was resurrected then died what does tmz stand for um rubbish holiday places you have been to particularly if a friend or a celebrity has recommended it because i think if we get all get together and do one big uh, class action against these people i think we might have it might have more impact um and, and uh, we've got new sponsors and they are oh, yeah, oh long yes. one this is the late night alternative with me ian lee on talk radio and with our friends at time to change one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year having a mate in your corner can make all the difference you want to know more how do you know more i'm going to tell you more Search time to change to find out more. That seems a little bit flimsy. Google search to uh, time to change. To find, it seems a little bit flimsy. But it's a good way of doing it's it. A, it's, I suppose it's the Google, Bing or the other one. Ask Jeeves. Time to change to find out more. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've made a rod for my own back. I'll be hoisted by my own petard. It's brand new callers only. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Looking at the world through the sunset in your eyes. Juggling the train through clear Moroccan skies. Ducks and pigs and chickens call. Right, what we're going to do is we're going to go by this line by line and we're going to see exactly... I want to... If there's any lawyers listening, God, please, please help me. 0344 We're going to play the song Marrakesh Express by Crosby Stills, primarily Nash. Um, I'm going to see... I'm going to see how much of it is true... Mm-hmm. How much of it is bullshine? Just to see wh- whether this court case could, could stand up. Because you went purely mm. on the basis of this song, yep, right? Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> right, here we go. Take it away. There we go. Looking at the world through the sunset in your eyes. 
That doesn't make any sense whatsoever, now I think about it. I think they were smoking doobies at this point. Well, I'm going to put pros and cons. That's a con. And this is literally a con. There's no sunset in anyone's eyes. Slightly misleading, because trains obviously don't travel through uh, Moroccan skies, but the skies were very clear. That's a pro. Ducks and pigs and chickens call, animal carpet wall to wall. Ducks animal and carpet. pigs, hang on, ducks and pigs and chickens call, animal carpet wall to wall. Right, OK, there were a lot of animals. There were monkeys in nappies, there were um, adders with the pipe cleaning men, there were uh, rabbits, um, I saw chickens, I didn't see any... Oh, no, I did, I did see some ducks, I did see some ducks, um, um, and I did not see any pigs. But what that, what, what Nash has done there is he's made it sound like, oh, it's great, there's loads of animals, when actually, all those animals stink. They stink really badly, and also they were treated in quite a cruel way. So I'm going to put that down as a con. Uh, let's continue. I didn't see any five-foot-tall American ladies, and they certainly were not blue. That's another con. Saw a lot of Germans there. A lot of Chinese and a lot of Germans. And you saw some English, and they were very red. Saw some, some bright red, uh, bright, bright red uh, English people. Saw some horrible common English people riding the camels after us. Oh, real horrible. Oh, look in! Look in! He's lifting me up, ladies! Because of this bloody camel, you stupid cow! Look up on the camel! Oh, look here! Oh, yours is having a shit! Oh, my God. To the kids! She was saying it to the kids! A kid who's about nine years old! Look, yours is having a shit! To a nine-year-old kiddie! Oh, Goodness sakes! Dirty! So, no, that's a that's a definite... No. So far, what's the tally? It's 3-1. Um, I've really like three sentences in. I know, no, here we go. I'm going to be honest, some cobwebs were swept from the edges of my mind. Yes, um, that's a pro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My my, my head was a bit cobwebby. Um, And then it was less cobwebby as I swept them from the, as he says, from the edges of my mind. Um, Got got a little bit, um, bit, there was some lint in my mind at various points. A little bit of sunstroke. Got a little bit dusty, but by the end, no, it was was, was cobweb free. Can I just say, we don't say lint in this country, we say fluff. Um, I'll get back to you on that one. That's true. Fun. That's true. I had to get away to see what I could find. That's a pro- I cannot. It's thrill. This is going to be a very tough legal case. Not so confident now, are you, Lee? Right. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. He's very. He's he's couched that in wonderful legalese. There, listen to what he's how he starts that. Here we go. Listen to this. He started it with hope the days. So hope. So really, hope the days that lie ahead bring us back to where we've led. Well, I got back home. Listen not to what's been said to you. Well, I couldn't because they were speaking funny. So I'm afraid that's a pro. That's four three in, in oh, favour of Nash. Couldn't understand it. Would you know where riding on the Marrakesh Express? Would you know where riding on the Marrakesh Express? They're taking me to Marrakesh. I didn't get any trains. Uh, there were no trains involved. There was an aeroplane and there was a hot air balloon and there was a moped and, and a there was a Camel and there was a taxi, yeah. 
Well, I hadn't been saving all my money. I'm quite well paid. So actually, the initial fee of £490 was quite affordable to me. And I didn't really have to think twice. But after booking a second hotel and two flights home, it was closer to £1,000. But still, I'm doing better than most people during these tough times. So I didn't actually feel the pinch too much. I smell the garden in your smell no garden in anyone's hair. That's a con. For all. That is what a con. What did you smell? I smell uh, um, doobies. I smell a lot of weed. A lot of weed is out there. Mm. I stopped in Casablanca. I felt excited, but I didn't see it. I haven't done that for years. Listen to listen to what he said. Listen to what he said. Charming cobras in the square. There were cobras in the square. He's, talk- he's actually been there. He's been there. He's been there. Right. Okay. But the cobras weren't charming. But hang on. Of course they weren't. He's being clever. He's doing um, a poetry thing there because it was um, the pipe cleaners that charmed the cobras. The cobras were being charmed. They were. Char- He's bloody clever. It's a pro. It's, it's five. I've got to say that's a pro. Striped jalebas we can wear at home. Now, I bought a striped jaleba. What is a striped jaleba? Uh, well, I, let's just say um, uh, well, I, I was unable to wear it at home as it was too small. So that's a con, I'm afraid. Five all. This is, um, this is looking good. Well, let me hear you now. Ooh. 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 You know let me hear you now. Hey. By the way, this this easy, laid-back vibe this song gives is in no way representative of the city of Marrakesh or, indeed, the country of Morocco, and I'm going to say it, of the African continent. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I went there. Here we go. <clears throat> Singing like girls on drugs. That's a good name for a band, Girls on Drugs. Here we go. So far, it's five all in the uh, legal... And this is how they do legal cases against musicians. Oh. Are they giving up? They rest their case. There we go. All right, fine. Well, it's, it's going to be... I'm, 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 I'm doing it. I'm certainly going to stove in um, Nash's face. Wow. And um, uh, I'm going to be taking him to court. 0344 is the telephone number. Good evening, Mr. Albus. Uh, hello, Ian. How are you? You all right? I'm very, very well, thank you. Can I just say, dear listener, I will never, ever leave you again. I ain't going nowhere anymore. Just not happening. It's not worth, it's not worth the hassle. No, don't go anywhere. Because it's not worth it, is it? It isn't worth it. It's not. Worth, it's certainly not worth the hassle. Well, this is what I was going to say about holidays. You end up coming back more stressed than you even... Then you started, oh, you know, before you even left. I hated you come myself. Back more stress. I hated myself and, for that whole holiday. And you've lost money as well. Yay. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of money. Anyway, technically I'm a new caller to you. Perfect. I did call Tommy last week. That's fine. For you're a first time caller, that's perfect. Absolutely but perfect. You, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't listen, I'm I'm sure and, and maybe that's confusing some people. I'm sure you've made other phone calls in your life. <laughs> you sound like a, a man of, of uh, you, you sound older than five, so I'm guessing you've made other phone calls. When I say new callers, I don't mean people who've never picked up a telephone. I mean people that have never phoned me before. That's all I mean by that. Sorry, it's 
sorry if I was a bit too vague there, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes. All I wanted to say was uh, you mentioned Blade Runner earlier, yes. and my my friend has booked me a ticket on Wednesday for Blade Runner. Boring. Now I've never seen the first Blade Runner. <laughs> I'm 33 years old, and I've not seen the first Blade Runner. Yeah. So I decided I'll watch it tonight. Yo, mate. Just watched it. Yeah. And I've turned it off. So oh. now I'm calling you because I've heard you talk about it. What, what did you make of it? Dull, isn't it? The most boring film I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And now you're going to go and watch a, a film that's probably even duller. Two hours of my life. Yeah. Or, or longer. And it is longer, because when you go to the cinema, you've got to watch every other advert and everything. So the thing like, is, as well, you'll be seeing adverts for good films, and you'll be thinking, yeah. oh, I wish I was watching Justice League instead of can this remember? rubbish. Because I've just watched it. Obviously, I don't know the last time you've watched it, but can you remember the film well or not? Um, really? No, I, I've watched it twice, okay? I watched it when I was yeah. quite young, and I found it yeah. dull. And then yeah. I watched it maybe about ten years ago, because a mate of mine, it's his favourite, favourite film. And I thought, well, I watched it when I was about 14, and I was expecting Star Wars, so I'll watch it again. Yeah. Nah, it's boring. Boring. Yeah. It, Were you not even moved weird. by the end speech? Sorry, what was that? Were you not even moved by Rutger Hauer's speech at the end? No, because he just died. It wasn't like a good end boss battle. I like the, I, I like the bit when um, the bloke from Battlestar Galactica gets killed. You know, there's that guy with... Um, He's his... 33. You're going to have to explain this. No, but new Battlestar Galactica. The, the guy with the pockmarked... The one with fa- John Travolta in. Sorry? Battlestar Galactica. John Travolta wasn't in Battlestar Galactica. What on earth What was he in? What was the Scientology movie he was in? Oh, that was Battleship Earth. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I got them confused. That's okay. That's okay, mate. That's okay. (laughs) I don't want to fall out with you. I feel feel we're kindred spirits. So you're going to go to... So when are you going to go and see the the, the second boring film? Well, man, alive. Can you not be sick or something? Sorry, can I go sick? Yeah. No, well, he's bought the ticket, so I can't let... it's, It's just disloyalty to... Well, t- Make take, him lose money. Take a good book. <laughs> I do feel I'd probably fall asleep. But uh, now, I did. When I was watching this movie tonight, I was sincerely regretting my decision well, of agreeing. To we've all, we've all made that. terrible decisions. Thank you for that, Mr. Albus. It's a pleasure to talk. Yeah, sorry if I wasn't clear. If, when I say first time callers, people that haven't called me before. Um, here's, a th- here's a funny thing. So. Um, quite busy this week because when, when you're away for a week, life carries on, and you've you've some. This is the thing. When did this become a thing? Right, that um, years ago when you took a holiday, people would take on your work and do your stuff, and you come back and you carry on your job. Now, like the days leading up to the holiday, you're cramming in as much as you can. And then when you come back, you're kind of, you've got to do a week's worth of work in, in three days as well as your normal. It's not, I've got, I've got loads of stuff to do this week. Absolutely loads of stuff to do this week. But then I, and I've got, um, I'm doing some filming or, oh no, that's it. I've got to go and meet my agent on Thursday to sign a couple of bits and pieces. You know, sign my bloody life away probably, knowing that guy. And um, I saw in my diary, cinema... 3 p.m. Haymarket. And I I vaguely remember there's a film festival on, BFI Film Festival. And I remember that um, 
I'd bought, I'd got the programme somewhere and I'd gone through it and I'd said to Kath, oh, there's, this is a film, there was a couple of films I wanted to see, we couldn't see, I wanted to go and see Jabberwocky, but I was away and a couple of other films. Should have, should have flown back for Jabberwocky. Um, and that's a disappointing movie. So in some ways I've done quite a clever artistic joke there, guys, but only about 1% of you will get it. High five. Um, and, um, so we, we went through it, this is a month ago, we went through it. And I remember saying to Kath, oh, this, this film looks all right and we can do it, you fancy it? And you said, yes. So I, I did, all I wrote down was 3 p.m. Thursday, film, Haymarket. And so I said to Kath, oh, Kath, don't forget we've got this film Thursday. And you've blown me out in straight away, straight away. Tickets cost about 20 quid a pop. You've totally blown me out. That's fine. Oh, oh I can't make it. I've got, I've, I've got to go to our, our kids' um, parents' evening for our kids. <laughs> parents' evening. Well, stuff. What do you mean parents' evening? All they do is say, yeah, they're good at this. They're a pleasure to teach in the class. Do a little bit more on the maths, but otherwise fab. That's all we're going to say. You'll be more parents. There'll be one next year. But no, our kid parents' evening. So I'll be going on my own. But I didn't know what the film was. Yeah, and then you looked at it. And well, thought, I've looked at it. I've, what on earth were you thinking? Was it called Prisoners 99 or something? Brawl in some... Brawl, Brawl in, in cell, cell, nine, cell 99 or something. It's Vince Vaughan. Bald. Bald Vaughan. With a tattoo on his head. Like smashing stuff up. And I'm watching it. It doesn't look like an Ian film. I'm thinking... What the bloody hell have I booked this for? I've got no recollection. Like, listen, I like Dodgeball. It's a great little... Have you seen Dodgeball? Uh, yes. That's a funny film, Dodgeball. That's a funny film. Yeah, I like that film. He's still not like Dodgeball, does he? I don't like Dodgeball. I can't believe I would have... Um, uh, I... <laughs> I can't believe... Um, by the way, Dennis is loving the show. Thank you, Dennis. It's good to be back. I can't believe I've booked tickets to go and see a Vince Vaughan film. Do you want to come to Parents' Evening instead? It's not even... It's your kids, it's not our kids. It'll be a laugh, though. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And time to change. Don't forget, guys, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more! The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. So I am determined to um, uh, lose weight. Okay, this is the thing. By the way, new callers only tonight. It may mean we only get that one call. Um, tough. That's the way it's going to be. Uh, so I just feel like um, here's the thing, Catherine. Let's get a little bit um, meta for a bit. Mm. I, I feel we've got. A, 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 I've got a little bit lazy. By the way, we've got some great guests coming up. Matt Luke. Listen, if we kick off the first hour of my first show back with Matt. Lucas, then you know we're going to do some great stuff. Tomorrow we've got Mark Mason coming in. He's the guy that wrote the book about the um, uh, postcodes. and He's done a book about quizzes. And it's going to be geeky and it's going to be delicious and it's going to be wonderful. Um, uh, Johnny Rogan, the author. Uh, Billy Bragg is coming on. I think I'm meeting Billy Bragg in a couple of weeks. Loudon Wainwright. Loudon Wainwright. Jimmy Webb. Guys, read the Jimmy... Jimmy Webb wrote Galveston, Wichita, Lime Man, by the time I get to Phoenix, up, up and away, away in my beautiful balloon in MacArthur Park. Then we've got Peter Hook. Well, hang on, hang on one second, right? What? Just about Jimmy Webb, right? Go and read that guy's book, because I thought it was going to be a straight, run-of-the-mill uh, autobiography. It's not an autobiography, it's a memoir. 
And that, it, it, he's very specific about that. And I'm going to tell you, Jimmy Webb is nuts. That guy is absolutely, he's insane. And I thought it'd be quite a dry, re- he's nuts. Fair play. A lot of it is to do with drugs. It's a druggy book, right? And But it's not one of those books where you go, wow, yeah, those drugs look sexy. Those drugs look... He does, at one point, with Harry Nilsson, he does um, so much what he thinks is cocaine, but I think it's PCP, that he nearly dies, um, and when he wakes up for a month... He can't remember what a piano is, let alone how to play it. Wow. And his family have to move into his mansion with him. And he's walking around, touching the walls, going, why are these walls so rubbery? And they sit him down by a piano. He looks at it and he can't remember what it is. Doesn't know, has no idea what it does. I mean, and that's... Uh, and and uh, Spoiler alert, at the very, very end, he goes, and then suddenly I could play again and I knew I could play anything I wanted. That's how the book ends. It is an insane absolutely insane read. He's coming on. I'm thrilled by that. Uh, Peter Hook. Peter Hook. As you said. Oh, I'll tell you who I'm talking to. Hang on. And I cannot for the life of me remember his name. I want to get his name. Oh, uh, here's uh, another one. Go on. Herb Alpert. Is that happening? It's going to happen. Is it? It's going to happen. Um, uh, here we go. Jim Lee from Slade. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Jim Lee from Slade. It, um, uh, 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 I, I've been after him for ages and ages and ages, and um, thanks to my friend Watco, who, who forwarded me a little PR thing. He's going to come on. I'm going to go to Wolverhampton at some point and meet him, and we're going to do it there. Speaking of Wolverhampton, the 4th of November, guys, the rabbit hole will be appearing at Wolverhampton. If you want details, um, I'll tweet them. We had, had another guest as well lined up. Um... Oh, and I'm, I cannot remember. But part of me is thinking, um, we need to, I need to up my game a bit on the show. Uh, and, and I wonder, this is why I've come back and made it deliberately difficult for me tonight. There's always a thing, when, when you go away for a bit and someone else fills in, even when it's someone as brilliant as Tommy, um, it can be quite often. It can be quite hard to kind of get callers back because some of my li- regular listeners will have gone somewhere else, and people get out of the habit of calling. And I know there weren't that many calls last week. It's just the way it was, um, which is why I, I made it doubly hard for myself by coming on and saying, "Right, it's going to be a tough old show. So we're going to make it even tougher by having new callers only, not newish. Not we're not going to do your old favourites. We're not. Gonna, we're going to do new callers because uh, I, I I just feel, dear listener, that I need to work a little bit harder. I, I, I don't feel I'm I'm kind of challenging myself as much as I would like to be challenged, and I don't. And, and I think that you're suffering as a result of that. Your your listening pleasure is um, suffering as a result of that. I need to work harder, and part of me is thinking. Part of me is thinking, and I'd be keen to get your thoughts on this, uh, Catherine, and, mm-hmm. and to the uh, boys and girls, the ladles and jelly spoons at home. Part of me is thinking, we nix all of the guests. Yes. We, 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 just stop, we just stop doing guests. What, after we've done this run? After we've done this run, maybe we do a month, a couple of months, three months, 
Well, it takes us close to new contract time. Um, without... Yes, I don't know. I, and I genuinely listen. I'd love your feedback on this. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You call us only, of course. Um, part of me wonders if I'm trying to do two different shows at once, and um, I don't know if they're compatible. I don't know if they're compatible with each other. So maybe, um, uh, maybe it's time to just focus on one. Either focus on a guest show or focus on a caller show. I don't know. I don't know, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. I just don't know. So anyway, here's the thing. I'm trying to. I'm going to lose weight. I'm, I'm going to do it. And I know I'm on this metazapine, this antidepressant, anti-anxiety drug that just just uh, it, it makes me pile on the pounds. And I know if I were to stop taking that within within a, a week, two weeks, I'd have lost a stone. But I, I, I will also want to jump off a bridge. Um, a high bridge as well, and not into water, onto rock. Um, so um, I want to lose some weight. So I, I, I came back, I hated the holiday, right? I, I didn't hate it, but it, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Here's the thing, I thought I could run away from myself. And you know what, wherever I went, there I was. Um, so I came back, but I've come back enthused. I've come back enthused. I know I want to do more with the show. I know we can do more. I know we can do a lot more with the show. And I just kind of need to try and get that. But I do want to lose weight. I want to, I've been writing. I did write a lot when I was out there. I'm planning to write a thousand words a day and I'll have a book in, in, in 60, in 60 days. I've got about 30,000 words already. Need about another 60,000. Bishy bashy boshy. There's a book in two months. Um, so I want to do that with the live shows are going really well. Um, but I, but I, I want to, I want to lose some weight. So I went to the gym, came back Friday night, went to the gym Saturday, Sunday, Monday, classes, did classes. First Saturday, I think I did spinning class. Gosh, that's hardcore. 45 minutes. It's great. I loved it. I didn't love it. I hated it. Saturday, Sunday, I did, um, circuit. I did circuits. I, I, I woke up at like half, I woke up at seven on Sunday. I couldn't sleep. So I, I went online. There was a circuits class at eight o'clock Sunday morning. So I went and did that. Me and one other girl. Brilliant. She was just like having a private lesson. It's brilliant. Did that. And then today I did circuits. Um, but here's the thing. So I want to lose weight. And I've been trying to eat a bit healthier. And I, I, I struggle. And I struggle around chocolate. And I struggle around cakes. And so, and, and, and I, I, I did quite well last week. But I was drinking a lot of Coke and, and um, um, Fantas and stuff. And then last night I was in the house, staying in the house, and there was uh, there was a half-eaten tub of Madagascan vanilla custard. I can't, I can't, res- I can't resist that. And then there was some homemade crumble. And so I'm, I'm going. Here's here's my screwed up thinking. Right, I'm thinking I'm not going to have a bowl of that because that'll be crazy. So what I'm doing is I'm getting a spoonful of the crumble made by my mother-in-law in the mouth. And getting a spoonful of the custard in the mouth. And I'm doing that until I caned off most of the crumble. I'm like, what an idiot. What an idiot. Isn't it funny how, isn't it funny? And this is, this is the, and I, and I, I apologise now because I did used to laugh at, at, at fat people. I did used to say, well, all it is is, is uh, walk more and eat less. What are they going to do? They, they can't pick up the pens to write a letter of complaint to me. It's do all that stuff. But I get it. I get it because but you're nuts. I'm nuts. My head is telling me that that is nuts. And as I'm doing it, it's thinking, well, that's not as bad as having a bowl of crumble. Well, of course it, well, of course it is. What stupid, stupid, screwy way of thinking. So I'm, I'm now coming around to the idea that perhaps I need something more formal. I need to follow perhaps a more formal um, 
I don't want to say the D word, um, but I want to change the way I eat. And I remember hearing a lot of people talking about cutting out sugar completely. And a lot of people saying that sugar is the new tobacco and it's it's uh, it's addictive and, and we have it in all this stuff. And there's like, what is it in a can of Coke? There's four or five teaspoons of sugar in a can of Coke. That's obviously nuts. Um, and, and, you know, uh, spaghetti sauces and stuff have got loads of sugar in it. Uh, so I started reading into it and, and sugar's everywhere. And there are some purists that say, well, sugar's in fruit. And so you've got to cut back on your fruit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So I'm looking at doing a sugar-free diet. I hate the D word, man, because it's a dumb word. And um, so I've bought, I've bought a, a, I bought a book online. But um, um, oh, Benjamin's listening to the show. Thank you, Benjamin. Benjamin is loving the show. It's the same person emailing from different accounts. Just if you love the show, that's great. That's fine. Don't need to do fake email accounts for it. Um, so I bought a book online, but this looks like a bit of a, um, this looks a bit pony, this book. This looks like, um, what, what they used to call, um, vanity project, a vanity publishing thing. What we, now we call self-publishing. Mm. So this one looks, I mean, the, have you noticed, by the way, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. there's a lot, there's a trend, right? For a lot of books, some of them are self-help books, but some of them are, be- well, books that help, I suppose they're self-help, that help with depression or that help with y- your focus or that help with you managing your time or whatever. And have you noticed lots of, there's, there's some in the office, and I've, I've seen them online on Amazon. It's got loads of, they have blank pages so you can chart your progress. I've got, I've got blank paper. I've got, what are you talking about? I've got blank paper. I don't want to. Sorry, I'm buying a book because I want... I'm either buying a notebook because I want to write something in it or I'm buying a book because I want to read the wisdom of the person that's written the bloody book. Chances. Absolute chances. This is The Late Night Alternative, dear listener, with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, and our friends at Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So I bought this sugar detox for beginners, but it's got, it's it's it's. I mean, that's not a book, is it? Look at the writing there. What is that? That's not. That's that. I mean, that's not even a recipe. That's a list. I mean, look at look at that. They're using finger spaces look at, to fill look up at more that. pages. Periscope. Look at that. Absolutely shocking. So they've just right. They've put vegetables that are not starchy, and they've listed it right. But you could get that in a paragraph. That's three pages. Well, don't hate the player, hate the game, right? This is what you should do with your book. More spaces. You're <laughs> no. like a fat book. I can't. I'm, I'm, I've got it in my head. You need 80,000 words for a book. I think a few people have told me this. 80,000 words is a good thing for a book. Well, so you're going to get to 7999 and go, and done there we go yes. <laughs> the last sentence is going to be really wordy it's just going to cut off but i've got i'm close to thirty thousand, so i need about another fifty thousand to do it and if you do if you do a thousand a day which is doable saying that i haven't done it for the last three days as soon as i got back i've stopped 
But you do a thousand a day, and it's not—it's not brilliant, you know. And I've—I've I've sent it to a couple of people to—you've—you've you've seen it, yes. Um, I've sent it to Daniel Rayner because I trust his his opinion. I've sent it to my friend Paul Garner, and I've asked Paul, uh, Paul he's, he's a comedy writer. And I said, look, when it's done, would you? Um, uh, what's this? What, Andrew, Andrew, what's this? Ian's logic: come off antidepressants and sugar at the same time. Get ready for hyperlows. Andrew, are you insane? Andrew Kantsas, that that name's appropriate. That's not what I've said at all, you muppet. Um, uh, so I've asked Paul if he'll edit it, if he'll be like the editor, uh, you know, uh, uh, when it's done, because he'll be able to inject a bit of humour and just shift things around, tidy things up, and he's up for doing that, which is good. Good. Um, but, yeah, so the the, 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 the thing is... Um, Andrew, where is this Andrew Katzass? Let's look at this guy's... Uh, he's got the wrong end of the stick. He's, he's, a, he's a knob. <laughs> um, um... Being half Greek myself, Greek men dance together all the time. It's the prejudice bigots that stop it from happening. Oh, yeah, that was him talking to Tommy last week. Oh. Oh, here we go. This is a question for Tommy that he wouldn't have asked you because Tommy's a gentleman, Andrew Kansas. Hey, Tommy, I have to ask, do you think your co-presenters prefer you to Ian? Ask them. That's for you, Kath. What? Andrew, you're you're a very ill-mannered, I'm going to say it, (laughs) bellin. You've got no manners, you've got no class, and you're cowardly... You're not listening to the show properly because you're tweeting stuff that is absolute bullshine. Listen, dude, either either phone in or F off. <laughs> it's that thing. That's the way to boost those figures. And, well, I don't, I don't, the thing is, I don't want people like Kansas... Li- I mean, Kansas, I don't want him listening. He hasn't got a grip on reality for crying out loud. Dear God, look at that picture of him. Unbelievable. Um, so a sugar... I mean, look, chapter eight, symptoms and benefits of a sugar detox. So a sugar, sugar detox seems easy enough, don't you think? No. It should be a piece of cake, right? Not. I can't believe I paid for this. <laughs> Professionals agree that your cravings will disagree with you on how easy this diet is. Will it be uncomfortable at first? Yes. Will it be easy? No. Studies show that kicking the sugar habit can be harder than quitting cocaine. I find that hard to believe. Trust me, I know. The fact that sugar is so easily accessible makes it even worse. Well, so is cocaine, if you've got certain phone numbers in your thing. Um, yeah, I'll be fine, I'll do that. I noticed, because when you said you were buying a book, I thought you'd go to, like, buy a proper book. I so I noticed a proper book. Davina's written some proper books. Yeah, but I don't... And yeah. she's, like, fit. She, yeah, tell me about it. She really is. Um, but um, I'm I'm obsessed with Andrew Kansas. Stop it! I'm obsessed with him. Leave him alone. He just tweeted lol. He's having fun. <laughs> oh, what I do? Uh, don't worry, I can I can block him. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You making it hard for ourselves tonight, guys? I didn't. No one said this was going to be easy. We are making it hard for ourselves by doing new callers only and we're going to do it until one o'clock i've not got a problem with that after one o'clock who knows are we going to stick around for a lock-in i don't know um but we we might do and we might take some old callers in i just don't know guys i just don't know i tell you what this 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 show is for me tonight it's um i, I just i don't know I, I i don't know what i want the show to be Mm-hmm. Right. I always feel a bit weird coming back and doing it. It always takes like, two or three shows for me to get up to speed when I've been away. But I don't know what I want the show to be. And I think it's time 
that the show changed. And I'm not going to do... I, I can see some people are asking for topics. I believe you had topics last week. You know, should we legalise cannabis and stuff like that? And that that's fine. Um, I, I'm certainly not going to do any old war horses like that because that, that to me... Just feels a little bit old hat. I'm not knocking Tommy because I, I listened to the last hour. I landed in time to listen to the last hour of Tommy's last hour last week, and it was it was great. So, you know what a thrill to hear hear him on the radio again, and you will hear him again, I'm sure of it. But uh, I, I I kind of feel we've gone beyond that a little bit. So I'm I'm not. I, it would be easy to do that. Hey, let's bring back hanging. Let's you know. What what should we do? You know, with the last Ve- people like the Las Vegas show. Oh, Jesus, well, you know what? Well, it would be easy to do that. So I'm I'm kind of. I'm, what am I doing? I'm kind of allowing myself to walk on stage with nothing, knowing that something has to come out. That's what it is. I've, I've come with no material, and I know that something has to come out. And it might be great, it might be awful, it might be a bit, you know, meh, and tonight I feel it's been a bit meh, that's all right. Don't be, don't be afraid to fail guys that's that's the thing do not be afraid to fail the trip last week away it wasn't a disaster but it wasn't what i hoped it would be and i came home two days early but the, it was interesting Catherine, and you will find this interesting is um i've not beaten myself up about coming home two days early i came back and i did stuff played with the kids went to the gym um sorted out my bits and pieces of my life i've done stuff you know the 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 holiday last week wasn't a success um in as much as i didn't particularly enjoy it and i I found it very difficult to relax um so i made an adult decision to come home early and do other stuff and that was fine and that was fine and i'm a very strange very strange place in my life because of so many things that are going on good things and bad things um that i'm just feeling a little bit a little bit more loose, a little bit looser, freer. There are so many possibilities, yes. right? Yep. And and what I like is that you didn't stop yourself from coming home yep. when you really wanted to come home by thinking, I can't do that because yep. it would, I don't know, well, make, make you a failure in your own eyes. It doesn't. Yes. It doesn't. Nope. If you're not having a good time, come home. Yep. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. Did it. Sat there. Did it. Um, but you went, and that's a massive yeah, thing. So, 03, we've got Darren on the line. Darren, I'll come to you in a second. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, and our friends at Time to Change. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344. 499-1000 is the phone number. This is the late night alternative. I'll do one in a minute. <laughs> I'm not very good at live reads, but I, I'm, you know, hey. Listen. Hey, Darren, how you doing? Hey, hello. Are you a smoker? Uh, yes. Yeah, I could tell. We were listening to you wheeze. Oh, yeah, I'm also, yeah, I'm very fat as well, so I get out of breath. Well, no, listen, no, I get that, because, and this is another reason I want to lose weight, because I I get out, I'm walking up the stairs, man, I'm getting out of breath, walking up the stairs! Now, I used to get that (laughs) years ago when I was a smoker, I haven't smoked for, um, uh, it'll be 13 years in February, um, uh, but, but just recently, walking up the stairs, I'm wheezing, I need to have a little sit down. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, what have you got for us, Darren? Well, you wanted new callers, and I've been listening for about a year, Ian, so I what? thought it's about time I phoned up. What the hell? Why has it, it taken this guy a year to give me a call? What's this guy's problem? I'm going <laughs> to shoot him in the knees. What? Well, I'm not going to shoot Maybe him. Maybe that's no. the problem. <laughs> yes, it could be. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I need my knees. You yeah. need your, your apparently being shot in the knee is the most painful place to be shot, and I suppose it could be because if you if you've ever bashed your knee against a, a coffee table or something, that's worse than a kick in the nuts. Oh, I find that hard to believe. Right, what we do, Darren? Whereabouts? <laughs> whereabouts yeah. you based? Southampton. Right, not that's not too far. Tomorrow I'm free. I'll come <laughs> down. Yep. I will kick you in the knees. Okay. And I'll kick you in the ghoulies. Right. And then you can tell me which is the more painful. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that sounds fair. I'll yeah. do that. We'll record it, we'll play it out on the air tomorrow, and, um, I bet you I'm right. But I might be wrong. <laughs> okay, I, fair yeah. play, I'm, if I'm wrong, uh, I will admit it. Quite, <laughs> quite willingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you called in about anything in particular, Darren, or you just fancy a chat? I just fancied a chat. Yeah. yeah, I've been listening for about a year. Yeah. I start. I tell you, I started because I, I remember you from when you were on the telly box. Yep, lifetime. And I started listening last year. Yeah, when you did your Mike Love interview. Oh, I'm a huge Beach Boys fan. Oh, mate, thank you. That makes I, me so happy. Thank you. I've virtually listened most nights since. Really. Oh, you're a, you're a good man. Wasn't that was Mike Love a year ago? I think it was, yeah. Flipping heck. I, I, can, I cannot tell you. Well, you'll know. I mean, because I've, I've interviewed Brian Wilson a couple of times, maybe three times, and that was, that was, they're all wonderful, but I, I, I just didn't think we'd get Mike Love, because you don't see him being interviewed by anybody, and what a joy to get him, yeah. and also make he's him blush. Value, isn't he? Oh, yeah. he's great value. I love Mike Love. I don't buy into this thing that he ruined the Beach Boys, and of course he didn't. He, <laughs> he, he, he made, him and Brian made the Beach Boys, you know, with those wonderful yeah. lyrics. He's great to the fans as well, you know. I think he doesn't do himself any favours. No. But is that sometimes, you know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I want my fans. pop stars to be a bit cocky and a bit arrogant and to think that they're better than everyone else. I want that from my pop stars. I'm old fashioned. I like that kind of that arrogance and 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 the, the fact that he's got loads of he was bling before bling was invented. You with those big <laughs> chunky chains and rings on his <laughs> fingers. Yeah. I love it. And I love Make the fact that. that he winds people up mm, terribly. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Look, d- d- indulge me for a second, Darren, because um, okay. I was getting I was getting trolled earlier on online because some I, I came up with my top four Beach Boys albums and I didn't include Surfs Up in there, and so I was getting trolled mercilessly. People saying I didn't know what I was talking about and all of this. I wouldn't I wouldn't put Surfs Up in the top four or five Beach. It's a good album, but it's also got some stinkers on there. So I wouldn't put it in the top four or five. Yeah. I mean, it's got Surf's okay. Up, which is majestic. It's also got yeah, A Day in the I Life die. of a Tree. Yeah, but Till I Die is good. Till I Die, that's a gr- that is a great song. Okay, okay, I counter that with Take Good Care of Your Feet. <laughs> yeah, all right. So- <laughs> uh, don't go near the water's good. Uh, Long don't- Promise Road, Still yeah. Flows, they're all great tracks. They are, yeah, they, uh, they are all great tracks, but I, 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 I still, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I don't, maybe it will be a track for I don't know. I don't know, Darren. So what are you doing up at this time of night? Quarter to twelve on a Monday night, it's a weird time to be awake. Well, 
I, I'm a night person, Ian, to be honest, yeah. So I'm up late most nights. So, really? Yeah. Um, I'm recovering from a heavy weekend. I had a friend's 50th birthday, and we were out in Soho on Saturday night till the small hours, Flippin and I'm still heck. sort of recovering from it. Flipping heck. That sounds like a... N- I'm, I'm so glad I don't drink anymore, because that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it was. I hadn't been in Soho for a few years, and... Um, the place was really expensive we were in. Yeah. And about 11-ish, I just kind of wandered off and <laughs> started wandering around Soho. And it was nuts. Yeah. Well, uh, Soho, Soho, Soho's nuts, but it's not as nuts as it was 10, 15, 20 years ago when it was proper seedy. Because a lot of the seedy places and, and the actual clip joints and the sex shops yeah. and the, um, the, the um, uh, what do they call them? The, 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 the peep show. The, 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 the yeah. Peep shows. yeah. They've all gone now. And the gay cinemas yeah. and the, the women on the, they've all gone. And it's more fun then, yeah. I think it was more fun. It's, it, it, it's just, I mean, I mean, it's there's still an element it's of drunk kids when yeah, yeah, I was wandering around. There's still an element yeah. of naughtiness, but it just feels a bit safe now and a bit. I, I don't know. I, here's the thing, right? I don't know where you'd go in London to have a good time anymore. Yeah, I haven't got a clue either. No. <laughs> I never forget once, years and years ago, I was about um, 17 years old, 16 years old, and I was walking home about 2 o'clock in the morning. So I'd go out to my mates and get, get drunk in Slough, but we lived, we lived about four or five miles away, and I couldn't afford a cab, no buses, so I'd walk back, and I'd sober up a bit, and it was great. And I'd do this thing where I'd run f- until I was out of breath, then I'd walk, then I'd run, because I just thought it would get me home quicker. I was pissed. And on this road, in the middle of nowhere, and this lorry big lorry is going from the m4 up to the m40 it's two o'clock in the morning he pulled over and he said hello mate can you, can you can i said yeah, yeah what, what, what would you want i'm 16 17 years old good looking lad by the way and this truck driver said um do you know anywhere around here that you can get a good time i went nah mate i think everything's shut he went yeah and no, i was just wondering if you knew anywhere around here that I could have a good time. I said, mate, it's two o'clock in the morning, Slough's back that way, but it's shut. And he drove off. And it wasn't until years later, I realised he was picking me up. He was trying to pick me up for um, gay sex in his truck. Oh, Imagine that! Oh, what a thrill! I mean, I wouldn't have done it, but I would have been flattered at the time. I don't get chatted up by gays anymore. It doesn't happen, Darren. Oh, yeah. The place where I was at in Soho, I was stood outside having a fag outside, and some girls came up to me and said, oh, is it gay in there? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't when I was in there. But, well, it, yeah. but it, 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 it can be, uh, girls. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd be, I've only ever been to a couple of gay bars. D- d- I don't... Do you still get gay bars? Do, do you still get them, do you? Because I went to a couple of gay night, gay bars when years and years ago when I was on telly because I was, I was drunk and high and it was fun. We had a great time. Um, but, um, I, I don't, I don't go to, I feel weird if I go into a pub now. I don't, I don't like pubs or any of that nonsense. Well, Darren, I'm glad, uh, hopefully you're recovering. I am. Yeah, thanks for talking to me, Ian. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for calling in. I'm I appreciate it. i fan of the show. Hello, Cass. Hello, Darren. And, uh, hello. I'll phone up again soon. Darren, shall I cut you off? Yeah. Here we go. Um, there's a, uh, text here, a tweet here for you, Catherine, from mm. Colin Williamson. Hello, Colin. Where is the editorial control on this car crash of a programme? Well, that's you, Catherine. That's your department. Yes, Colin. It's here. <laughs> Can I help? <laughs> Can we help you? But here's the thing, Colin. You're still listening. And you won't switch off. And you'll listen tomorrow.
There's nothing. I've got nothing for tonight's show. I've got no. We've not looked in the papers. I don't. I, I don't know what's been happening in the news. All I know. What do I know that's happened in the news? Oh, what? Why is everyone surprised? I thought we all knew that Cyril Smith was a was a nonce. I thought that was. I thought that was a. Everyone knew that, didn't they? That came out. That that's. I mean, that's been the big thing today. Cyril Smith uh, is a, is a paedophile. But I thought that came out. Um, Months ago, years ago, didn't it? You can talk, but it helps if you talk. Oh, no, by I'm just the looking way. at Colin Williamson. He writes quite a lot. Well, he, he's always expressing disdain, but, oh, he, but come, he listens come, quite a lot. Hey, come on, fella, Colin, come on, fella. Um, what's this one? Okay, from August. Ask the boss tomorrow what your audience ratings are and let us know. Well, they're they're fifty nine thousand. Um, you are right. This program is unadulterated rubbish. Colin, you be, these tweets are going back months, I man. Know, he loves it. What is wrong? What's your problem? You absolute muppet. Can I ask where the editorial control is on that cap you're wearing in your room? <laughs> no, that's a nice cap. Don't have a knock at his cap. <laughs> it, it, car crash. It, you use the phrase "car crash" of a program um, a in June, mate. Yeah. Um, this program is the most unadulterated rubbish I've uh, had the misfortune to hear. Switch off time. That was in May. <laughs> Um, you are broadcasting self-indulgent rubbish. No wonder listening figures tanking. That was in February. <laughs> Dude! Yeah, I recognised him. Um, it says I'm preaching hypocritical um, race, racial hatred in January. Um, what is it? This programme is utter rubbish, complete crap. This is from November of last year. <laughs> Complete crap. You won't succeed with this immature presenter. Think again. Um, how do I find... What's his, I can't see his Twitter handle. I want to follow this guy on Twitter. Let's see. How, I can't find his Twitter... Is. What is it? I want to follow this guy. Call John W. Call John W. Dude, I'm following you, man. Totally following it's you. hilarious. Yeah, buddy, I'm following you, man. This is great news. Let's get together. Let's, let's, let's meet up. Let's go out for a, for a decaffeinated latte. Let's do that, man. Let's do that. How do I follow? I'm going to click the follow button. I'm following this guy. Yeah, we're follow buddies, man. I can, we can DM each other. We're follow buddies. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Follow buddies? Best friends. Um, 0344 1000 Brand new callers only. I want people who've, who've never called me before. You can have called the station. You can have called your mum. You can have called the police. But um, I want people that have never called me before. And I'm not really... I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not firing on all cylinders tonight because I never am. After it always takes three or four days for me to pick up after I've been away. It's a, it's a weird old thing, um, and I could be making it so much easier for me, and indeed so much easier for you, dear listener. I've not looked through the papers. We'll have a, we'll get the papers in a bit, and we'll we'll go th- we'll pick them up and see if there's anything. Um, but I'm not I'm not doing topics. I'm not doing um, you know, should we bring back hanging? I'm not I'm not doing any of that stuff because I, I just, where does that take us? Where does that get us? It doesn't get us anywhere. I'm I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to break on through to the other side to quote the doors. Um and and I'm I'm trying, I'm hoping that by um having nothing some kind of inspiration hits and it may not hit and it, if it doesn't hit that's fine we, we, we'll chalk it down to experience and we'll, we'll come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll do um we will fight another day but maybe just maybe there's there's something in my head 
and I can't quite verbalise it. I can't quite get it into my mouth and spit it out as as words. I can't quite get the picture in my head. But there's 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 something. There's a there's a nugget of an idea of where this show could possibly go. Um, but I can't quite put my finger on it and i might not put I, I probably won't get it tonight if i'm completely honest it's it's probably will you know will will come out in november or december or january or february i don't flip it now am i making any sense at all this evening so yes like i'm not making. i tell you what was weird about morocco apart from the fact that there were african speaking french um but that i was in such a foreign country but there was no time difference it's the same time that I found comfortable. I've never had that before because you're just going straight down. Oh. And I found that weird. You're in a very hot country in winter, but it's the same time. That made me uncomfortable, if I'm honest. Amongst other things. Dodge pot. What? Can I, I'm trying to find. Can I help you, sir? Yeah, I'm trying to find this garden. Oh, the garden's closed today. But I'll take you um, to. Um, oh, we've just arrived at a spice shop. Um, you, you go and buy some stuff in there, sir. You, I was in there, and I walked around thinking, I'll wait till he's gone, then I'll... And I, uh, I left, and he was just sat there having a fag. His name was Abdul, it's not me being racist. He said, I said, Abdul, what you He said, did you buy anything? No, of course I didn't buy anything, Abdul. Let me take you to another spot. Jog on, fella. Let me, jog on, fella. Um, you are listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, and our good friends, Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Talk Radio. Hey, there's another hour of this, at least. We might even have a lock-in. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Please only call between now and one o'clock if you've never called me before. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my own Tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on 
Welcome to the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio and Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Catherine, could you please do myself and this nation a great service? Could you please Google exactly how long we've got until Nick Knowles' album is Oh, yes, of course. I I can't believe it slipped my mind. Nick Knowles... Oh. I believe it's November the 3rd, but I, I want to be sure. Nick Knowles' album release. Yes. It's going to be... Come on, guys. 3rd of November. There you we go. Well, no, what the, no, that's, um, that's not a Monday, is it? Is that a third? What the, what the, what the bloody hell day is that? <clears throat> it's a Friday. I think this is the new thing that albums drop on Fridays, because they used to drop on... They what? I think this is a new thing that albums drop on drop. Fridays. They used to drop on Mondays, but now they drop on Fridays. And I know this because a friend of mine told me who might be releasing an album soon. Um, so, OK, is it available for pre-order on Amazon? Because if you pre-order it on Amazon, you get it on the day of release. And trust me, Friday, November the 3rd, that is going to be a very... Very, very special show because we are going to £14.36. How much? It says here the 10th of November. Oh. On on uh, Amazonian. Well. £14.36. The National Presticles is saying otherwise. £14.36. Are you Is it a double th- album? No, it's the track list in track one. Takes every kind of people. Oh, we know that. Track two. You're the first. The last, my everything. Track three. Oh, Jesus. Is that a song? Your body is a wonderland. Uh. I've got an access all areas pass. This track four is a bit rapey. Make you feel my love. (laughs) (laughs) Make. Has has there ever ever been a, a less romantic phrase and make you feel my love and what that, we know what my love means it means his knob no I'm gonna make you feel my love to, uh, if you do guests or calls where are you favoring them Ian I do enjoy the funny calls and, oh yeah uh, number five here we go this is one for your mum and dad no. Here comes the sun. Well, everyone, stop referring to that song. Stop singing that song. Track six, where do the children play? Track seven, waiting for the love of my li- life to walk in. So I can make her feel my love. Track eight, let me be, let my love be your shelter. It's all about his dick. <laughs> Track nine, river. Uh, nine and ten, I think, are named after his kids. River and smile. And track 11. What a wonderful world. Uh, 
Well, guys, um, can I, can I just say, right? We're, 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 they're, no, they're over a pound each. Those songs. I mean, that really is. He's take. I, I would listen, right? If the Monkees or the Beach Boys released an album and it was, I mean, how much was that? Fourteen pounds thirty-six. I, these days, I thirty-six to, on top. Yeah, Jesus I would seriously Christ. have to consider whether I, I'm not going to splash out. I'll, 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 I'll give it a month and buy it for a penny from um, um, what do they call it? Butterfingers. Uh, music Magpie. Um, I'll buy it for a penny. Um, or I won't download it illegally. I won't do that. Um, or we could all chip in. Can I do a GoFundMe so that I can buy it? Can I just say, um, and this is a serious thing, whoever hacked my Twitter account earlier on today and posted fake video footage of me supposedly recording an album, right? I don't know how you did it, but tomorrow, when I, when I wake up, when I write it down, I'm going to change my Twitter password, okay? So you will not be able to hack into my Twitter again and post fake footage that supposedly shows me recording an album. Because, as my listeners will know, I have sworn on my life that I will not be cashing in on my celebrity. I will not be um, getting my fans to dip into their pockets to fuel my ego like this charlatan Nicky Knowles. I will never release an album of me singing, okay? That's not going to happen, guys. That's not the kind of person I am. I'm a radio broadcaster. I'm a writer. I'm a nude model. I am certainly not going to be releasing an album. So whoever it was, and then you can do all these things with computers now. Just trust me. If you saw that, that was fake news, okay? That is not happening, okay? I've got a lot of people saying, Ian, what's this? You said you were never going to release it. I'm not. That is fake, okay? Hashtag fake news. I'm with Trump on this. Fake news. Did anyone say they were eagerly anticipating your release dropping? You, you've tried to do a rude sentence there and it's not working. No, I'm asking the question. Release dropping, you make it sound like doing a poo on the floor. <laughs> That's what you've tried to do. That's what you tried to do, mate. And it's, it's, That was one for Colin, he likes that. It's not worked. Mm. Well, Colin's been listening for 18 months. And he's been continually disappointed. <laughs> and he said to me on Twitter just then, um, where, the last one was very funny, um... I said, do you not think you're a bit nuts? He says, um, maybe it makes two of us. You must be able to do better than just this. Than this. Just try harder, please. And I've replied, I'm going to continually lower my game until you stop listening. His reply, think that's an impossibility. But hey-ho. Destroyed you. <laughs> well, it's not because he's still listening. Oh, no, he is. So, uh, I, Did you I, I, to me? Go on. When he said, where is the editorial control for this car crash of a programme? I wrote back, hi, Colin, can I help? Don't think so, Flipping Cath. No improvement detected so far. I went, well, you've been listening long enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, then co- another Colin has, has steamed in. Have you seen that? Yeah, quite rude. That is, F off, you miserable old C. Come on, uh, Come on now. Colin. Come on, Colin. You Collins should get along. That really is. F off, you miserable old C. Listen to another show, you putrid little man. That's a li- that's a little bit hard. Enjo- but do you know what? He's enjoying himself in his way, so <laughs> let him carry on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, here's the thing, right? If I could trust everybody on Twitter, 
wouldn't it be... Well, I mean, it would be mean, but wouldn't it be delightful to get Nick Knowles in one night to do a session for us? Bring his... Hey, Nick, fancy coming in, bring your guitar in. We'll just chat music. We'll just chat. and We'll just chat and sing. I'll bring my guitar in, you bring your guitar in. We'll just chat and sing. Because it, uh, it would be just... And we... The thing is, everybody would be, like, at home going... <laughs> oh, no! Oh no, he's got him singing. He's got him singing eye for an eye. Mm. I can't believe But I know these um, these these twatters will um, <laughs> will tweet him, and um, he'll pump he'll punch me in the nose. Yeah, he's quite a big fella. He's got a yacht. See? Yeah, he's got a yacht. He does well. Does very very well. But this is the thing: the, the whole BBC um, pay scandal in inverted commas. I wasn't scandalised. I'm more scandalised that um, Cyril Smith was a paedophile, and that the Crown Prosecution Service lied to journalists when um, uh, they were asked if uh, charges, uh, if the police had um, delivered them a file of information, and the CPS said no. That's come out today. So I'm more uh, uh, upset about that. I'm more scandalised by the fact that it turns out that um, former Prime Minister Ted Heath would have had questions to answer um, about the possibility of being a predatory sexual uh, offender and child rapist. We don't know that he was, but he would certainly have been questioned. I'm I'm more upset about that than how much Jeremy Vine gets paid. I don't know, guys. I don't know if it... Maybe I've got this wrong, but but a guy, a nice guy on the radio gets three quarters of a million pounds. One of our prime ministers might have been a child rapist. I don't know, but if I just... I can't think I've got it wrong, but I just think one of those stories is a bit bigger than the other. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I really don't know, but I do. But um, one of the interesting things to come out of the uh, the BBC Pay story was, of course, that, that that was not in any way representative of what people earned. Because a, a lot of people, for example, Graham Norton, got paid through his television company, So Productions. So the money would have gone there... And that so his whole TV series wasn't even included. In a, I never forget when I joined the BBC, um, and this was at local level, you know, five six years ago, and um, they made me set up a limited company, so they would pay me through a limited company. It's a real faff, and the the, the um, accountant I had at the time charged me a load of money for it, and it was just a real faff to have a limited company. But the, the, the actual day that my agent was on the phone telling me, look, Ian, I've tried and you've got, you've got to do it, the BBC were out in the press saying, no, 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 we don't make, we don't make anybody set up a limited company. The actual day I got the phone call saying you have to do it, they were on the television saying, no, 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 we don't make people set up limited companies. What are you talking about? But now there's a weird, now there's a weird thing. I've- that was a thing just like one year they did that, didn't they? Yeah. They made everyone do it. Yeah, it's a pain in the arse. I don't want a limited company. I've, I was never. I've, ne- I've got a limited company now, and I, I don't really understand it. And I've got, I pray to God I'm doing it properly. I'm terrified I'm doing it wrong because people. Could, I, I had to go for a meeting today, and they were going. So, what, what are the, the d- dividends in your company? I said, I don't know. How much salary do you take out? I said, Just take take out what I need. I don't know. Mm. I've got. I've got no idea. And it's, it's, but, but now there's another thing. With the BBC, because I was, I was, it was kind of talking. I might be doing something BBC, and then it didn't happen. Um, where, if I were to go and do a job for the BBC now, I would now be employed as staff. So I'd have, even if I was presenting a show, really, and I'd, I, my tax would then be paye. Whereas I, I'm self-employed. It's all. I don't understand. Does that tax. also mean they'd be able to stop you doing things that didn't run? 
Oh, they they always had that over me anyway. Yeah. They could have done, but the, 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 our boss did. our boss was a was a, a, a sap, and let, she let me do anything. Well, yeah, but I was staff, and I wasn't allowed to do things. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, but but um, but so you have to pay a different rate of tax, and lo- and this is like big, not me, big names have been literally about to jet off for a job, and then been told that, and they've gone, well, I'm not I'm not going. That's, 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 I'm not paying that much money. What are you talking about? Mm. Hey, and I, listen, I, I, I think everyone should pay taxes, and I pay taxes. I have an accountant so that I don't, uh, you know, I, I pay the, the, the least amount I can. I claim back what I can. But, um, you know, I'm not doing any fancy scams or anything. It's not offshore. I'm certainly, I'm, I'm, I'm paying a, a good old whack of taxington, trust me. 0344 499 is the telephone number. New callers only, please, dear listener. This is The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Edward does... Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm feeling, um... I'm feeling like a lock-in. You? Yeah, I could do a lock-in. Sam? Yeah, we'll do a lock-in. All right, fine, we'll carry on after one. Um, Edward raises an interesting point, and I was slightly flippant in my dismissive uh, style. I replied, I'll do grow up, son. (laughs) Edward tweets, and maybe I jumped jumped the gun a little bit. Let's see what what he says. it. It is morally wrong for anyone to get more than approximately... That word jars in this sentence... It's morally wrong for anyone to get more than approximately £150,000 per annum gross. So that's before tax. You don't need it. You don't deserve it. OK. Well, the, the, the approximately sticks out there because... So what? So you're saying what, approximately 150 So what, 148 is OK? What, is there a cut-off point? Um, I don't earn that much. I have earned that much in the past when I was doing telework. I have earned that much a long, long time ago. Um, you don't need it. You don't deserve it. I, I don't think he's talking directly to me. I would say that some people do deserve that. I would say doctors deserve that. I would, yeah. say, I would say nurses deserve that. They, they don't get anywhere near that, but they deserve it. Cancer scientists. Um, yeah. Heads of charities. I don't get this thing about... Um, well, yeah, but the, the, the CEO of Cancer Research gets a quarter of a million pounds yeah. a year. Good. Do you know how much money he brings in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a massive business. If they could, if they can make that back and then some, then good luck to them, of course. You it's don't... not just rattling buckets. Those, uh, those are having to be run like massive companies. You're not allowed to rattle buckets anymore. No, but there was a bloke in Tesco, my Tesco the other day, yeah. standing by the door on the inside again. I thought they'd stop people doing that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you had to walk past him to come out. Yeah, I really don't like that. I got very good at um, uh, telling the, the you know telling four year old children in um, Marrakesh. No, you know you, you sat there with a coffee and I didn't, this is horrible. At the end, I didn't even look up at them because if you look up at them, they're, they're going to sit with you for three or four, five yeah. minutes. You got kids and 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 uh, women, old women with one arm coming. Um, uh, no, 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 no. I was, I, that's cold, isn't it? That's another reason I came back. I was cold. I, 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 I didn't need to. Uh... I'll tell you what I found. Um, I found Marrakesh more like um, Pakistan 
than even India was like. And I was for a while I was thinking, why is why is it what is it? Because it's it's a different continent. Surely India should be more. And I think maybe it's the Islamic um, uh, element of it that that pervades a society that that made it, even though it's a completely different continent. The, you know, and, and and Pakistan was, of course, part of India before partition, and we before we we, we said, right, you have got three months to make the biggest country in the world, and uh, the Muslims can go in the crappiest part of the biggest country in the world. Um, but it, yeah, I found it really like Pakistan, and not the good bits of Pakistan that I experienced. I found it dirty and poor, and mm. didn't enjoy it. Um, but no, that's I would I would suggest Edward. That that is clearly nonsense. Also, people that earn that much, don't they pay 50% tax? Well, no. Um, no. Um, Edward says, it's only an opinion. We all work hard. I wasn't really talking about you. No, I know you're not talking about me, Edward, but um, it'd be so much easier on the telephone than Twitter. But um, I just think that's a really facile thing to say. Mm. I, I, it, I, that smacks of jealousy. So you're telling me, Edward, if you were offered a job that paid £150,000 a year gross you'd turn it down. Or you set up a company and it started to turn that over. You'd say, yeah. right, that's enough now. That's, that's crazy. I, that, that, is, that is crazy. Listen, when I was signing on, I aspired to earn a lot of money. I, you know, when I, was, when I was broke, when I was, you know, thousands in debt and I was getting housing benefits, I wasn't getting housing benefits because I had to move back to arms. I, I aspired to be earning, you know, to be earning a lot of money. That's, that that, that, that was not, wasn't my only aspiration, but that was... Was I'd like to be uh, on the telly, I'd like to be an actor, I wouldn't mind having a few quid in the bank. Here's the thing, in countries, there are limit- it's an experiment, isn't it, really? Yeah. This sort of communist ideal of everyone earning the same amount of money yep. and everyone being stuck at a certain level because money shouldn't be the be-all and end-all. Yeah. That's, that's a facile way of explaining it. But the only place I've been to that has that rule is Cuba, and it's one of the most corrupt places in the world because yeah. people will always try to better themselves, right? So a doctor will earn the same sort of money as someone working um, in tourism, but the person working in tourism will earn more because they'll get tips which are illegal, but they will still get them. Can I, okay, Edward, f- do phone in if you can. Um, uh, uh, 0344 499 I just wonder where the figure of 150,000 came from. Is that because that's slightly more than the Prime Minister? What was the Prime Minister? 138, I think, something like that. Yeah. Now, here's a tweet. <clears throat> and I struggle with this tweeter. Okay. Go on. Here's the question. May I ask why new callers only? Not a calculated personal dig, so don't explode. Just a question. Well, I'm not going to explode. Um, I, I, I explained it earlier on. I, I just was thinking last week, I've been coasting a little bit, and uh, I wanted to challenge myself by saying new callers only. Here's the thing. I've real struggle, trouble replying to this person's tweets because of their Twitter handle. Oh, I think I know which one it might be. So the name is Britain is SH1T, and the Twitter handle is selfish C word 321. And there was another person who I think I muted the other day, or maybe even blocked them, because their Twitter handle was Corbyn N word. Wow. And, um, and they were. Kind of on the. I think I muted them or, or blocked them. I, I, they, they've sort of been on. You know, we have a like a sort of wavering line where some people get very close to it and they're close to a muting or a blocking. Then they're actually they're okay. And I think that person wavered on that, but I think I muted them. And I just, I just struggle. Can I ask you, um, selfish C word three two one? Why did you choose that Twitter handle? Because it's it's confrontational. Um, I would suggest it's it's a well it's a very aggressive um, it's very aggressive language. Um, 
I just wondered what your... Let's have a look at, look at the bio. Never has so much been used by so many to say so little. Um, and there's a picture of a man in the balaclava being sketched. That's quite good. Um... Okay, I don't want to kind of fall down that person's Twitter feed, but um, I I just struggle. Um, hang on a second. Uh, now he's uh, now he's saying something. Now what? What? I don't know what this means. Delusional arrogance. The reason I tune in is for the usual callers. Keen to follow the poorly terminal fellas' progress too. Particularly as, as phoning this show seems to be something that makes him happy. Oh, the, the, the um, Ian. Is that Ian? The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Ian. Who's, uh, who else? Um, I, I, I just wonder why you chose... I just find that... I, I find it difficult to reply to you in public um, because of your Twitter handle, because... Um, that would then mean that your name pops up in my feed, and my people would see my, people that would see that, and um, I, I don't want that. I'm really trying not to swear, and I'm, I'm failing miserably. It turns out it's harder than I thought it would be. I'm really trying to mind my language. I sent you a text the other day, Catherine, and in it there was an f bomb, and I, de- I I deleted it. And ch- I think I changed it to flipping, even though it was it was a deliciously timed f bomb. I'm really given that sentence just, just the punch it needed, but I deleted it, um, and I put flipping instead. I'm really trying to watch my language. So having language like that in my Twitter feed, I've, I have I'm going to say it. Um, I've considered m- muting. Selfish C uh, three two one, um, just because I don't like seeing that pop up in my thing. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting carried away. <laughs> Who knows? We'll have a little look in the papers in a minute. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Twitter is a strange old fish. I, I had a little reset the other day, and I unfollowed everybody. Not for long. Uh, unfollowed everybody. And um, I think I'm following 12 people now. I wanted to keep it under 10. 15 people. And I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I think that's going to be it. And can I say... I had the most... I was so... Uh, first of all, I was horrified. And then I was so pleased. Because someone texted me when I'd started following people again and said, can I ask why you've not followed me again? Oh. But, you, but when, you, when you hear it is, I think you're going to be pleased. It was Jeff Lloyd. Oh. And I thought that was brilliant. And I, I genuinely thought that was brilliant. And I, I hadn't followed him again because I'd forgotten. And I, and I thanked him. I said, I'm really pleased that you feel you can ask me that question. But he didn't just nurse it. Because that is a tough... And he said, I've chosen discomfort over resentment and you've made a safe place for me. And I was so thrilled because that must have been a tough old text to send. Yeah. And it was... And, he, and I could have and I could have come back with, well, because I think you're boring, because I think you got... Not at all. I, I, I replied honestly. Oh, man, I forgot. I, and I forgot I, I forgot Narina Palo and I forgot Imani Coppola as well, which is why I'm up to 15 now after saying I was going to stick at 10 because I had to add them. I forgot Danny Baker as well um and uh, I, I felt so hang on there we go Oof. there we go Oy. i felt so thrilled that it, it, i thought it was a real evolutionary moment 
in our lives that Jeff Lloyd, who who I, be, I I don't know him that well, but I feel he suffers from the same social discomforts that I feel, was able. He ruminates. Oh man, alive, doesn't he? Was able to ask me a direct uncomfortable question that could have had a very uncomfortable answer. But then at least he would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I was, I, honestly, that really G'd me up. Because first of all, I was, I, saw, I was horrified. But that passed. It was like, oh, wow. That actually, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a, small th- a small thing on, you know, when you say it out loud. But I thought, wow, that's quite inspirational. I'm, I'm happy with that. So he's, he's back on. But, um, I had a Twitter reset, and um, uh, it was good. It felt good, and I, 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 I really wanted to to avoid Twitter when I was away, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It is like crack. It is. I need to read that um, Russell Brown book because I think he he kind of addresses that in there. It is like um, it, I, honestly, I think this whole generation that we are we are bringing up now. If me, a forty four year old man, can can. Um, cannot stay off Twitter when I'm in a foreign country and I've got all I had was books to read and a book to write. And that was it. Um, if I can't stay off Twitter, then Jesus, what hope is there for kids that, uh, that have, have not known the, a world without Twitter? And what's the next thing going to be that's going to be even moreish and more delicious? And I couldn't stay off Twitter. I think I stayed off it for one, maybe two days. Then I went back on again with the, the whole sellotape nonsense because I thought that was a little bit of fun and I, I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, and then I came back and I've, I've made this rule that um, I'm not going to engage with the idiots. I'm going to mute and block. And I, and I, I didn't make that because I said it, sent a tweet saying I'm going to mute and block people. And what I meant was I'm going to mute and block people who are idiots and who are rude to me. I'm not going to engage with them. And I'm engaging with Colin, who, who, you know, I've asked him why he listens when all he does is send abuse. And he's replied, abuse, man, don't you mean criticism? Come on! And, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's a dodgepot. And he won't answer the question. Fair enough. Why am I even engaging with Colin Williamson and his little cap? Why? Why? You know, why? And, and that shows there is something lacking in my life. That I and I'm not what he's saying isn't hurting me in the slightest. I'm kind of enjoying. I just like genuine. Like I like to know why someone can listen to a show for eighteen months, yeah, hey, hey, bit, and it, send criticism. And it's not that uncommon. You're not that special. Colin. No, no, no. Oh God, no, God. God. There's <laughs> loads of people that listen and hate me. What's, what's the um, the Howard Stern thing? Yeah, the people that that like me listen to me for an hour. The people that hate me listen to me for two hours. And it's true. It's totally, totally true. And listen, we are in a numbers game. I don't care who listens to me as long as you're listening. I don't care if you're listening because you love me and you think I'm the greatest thing that's ever appeared on radio. I don't care if you're listening because you you hate me and you're, you're at home sharpening a knife. As long as you don't do anything with that knife, I don't care. As long as we've got bums on seats, ears by the wireless. That's all, that's all that matters to me. So if you're listening because you hate me, that's brilliant. I've got as much time for you as I've got for the people that are listening because they like me. I've got, in some ways, I've got more time for you. But I do wonder why um, I find it so hard to disengage from Twitter. I, I'm, 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 I'm almost saying I'm going to not use Twitter for a week or, or something. 
But even me saying that is making me feel, oh, God, no, I can't do that. Yeah, and if you do, oh, God, honestly, I, I think you will. it will be um, oh. difficult. Oh, God, I can't do that. But you'll probably feel better for it. No sucker counts, no pretending. <laughs> I, I, and I can't commit to that. Isn't that funny? I can't commit to not using Twitter for even a week. I can't commit to it. Because I'll think of something funny to say, or I'll, I'll think, well, we, we've got a show coming up in Hull, and I need to promote that show in Hull. And I, I need it to pr- promote the radio show. No, I don't. But you also mostly like messing about on there. <laughs> oh, I do like winding up people like like Mr. Williamson and his, his hat. I, 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 I kind of enjoy that. It doesn't, Twitter doesn't hurt me anymore. It, it, no, let me rephrase that and make that factually correct. Twitter isn't hurting me at the moment as it has done in the past. Um, I, 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 I'm kind of in... Yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> did we get any... Because I did miss the, um, the, the, the... The aftermath of Las Vegas. I made the mistake of watching two of the videos of it. Jeez. Oh, I didn't watch any. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, that was when we... That was breaking on the day that we came back from Scarborough and I went to the airport, wasn't it? Did we get any closer with knowing what the hell that nut job was up to? He... Well, no. Now they're um, they're delving into his... Um, well, his... What was it? His father had been an on-the-run uh, on bank robber. His what? Father what? Was a on-the-run bank robber. Right. OK. All right. Fair enough. And uh, he said he was bad to the bone and it was, it was in his blood. Um... He was a he was a millionaire. Yeah, and was he? Yeah, and he liked to gamble. Okay, like quite a lot. And that's all we know. Isn't that incredible? That's something we don't know. I mean, I'm assuming they know more, of course, and they're not um, telling. But that's, that's all. Yeah, they found a note in his room where he'd been planning the best trajectory for maximum um, killing. And there was all sort of calculations in his room. Isn't it just? Okay, so there was a lot of things, mistruth spread around. So there was there was some right wing, um, uh, trying not to swear. Some right wing. Uh, I don't. I, and also, I'm not going to use the phrase alt right because that makes them sound kind of fun. Mm. Uh, there were some right wing nut jobs who, on their podcasts and other shows, were saying that he had converted to Islam. Not not true. No, I don't think there's any. There's no suggestion. Oh, of that. by the way, K- K- Katie Hopkins found that delete button quickly at the weekend, oh, didn't she? Hey, didn't she? Hey. Didn't she? Because eh? that that Muslim bloke that deliberately uh, drove into those poor souls outside the Natural History Museum. Except that wasn't it at all. Mm. Well, she wasn't the only one. Tommy Robinson standing outside with a microphone. Oh, oh man, a lie. He did a report. <laughs> report. Oh dearie me! I mean, it really does. Um, yeah, doesn't it? Just hang on a second. Let's um, let's have a. Play that funky music wide, boy! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Tommy Robinson! Katie Hopkins! There we go. Um, that's a joke for 129 people. Um... Uh, so we okay. So he didn't convert to Islam. Well, there's no, no. There's no, no suggestion. Uh, the, there he'd was been, he'd been seeing prostitutes in the run up to it. He okay. was quite partial. His girlfriend was away at the time. The, they had a cold relationship, apparently. Now, 
Is this the lady that was supposedly... That they were looking for. Was, well, there was, again, another myth. And I know this one's a myth. Was She was going around telling people they were going to die. Did you hear that one? Oh, no, I didn't hear that one. Oh, yeah, that his wife or his his partner was at the concert and was telling people... This is the thing about Twitter. Because this, wow. this is spread through Twitter. Was going around telling people they were going to she, die. She was in the Philippines, wasn't she? I think so, yeah. So that was, an, that was another um, uh, myth. That was spread around. Um, okay, he was on the thirty-eighth floor, something like that. That's right. Yeah. How did he take the window out? He smashed it. How? Because a thirty-eighth floor window in an American hotel—that's maybe I'm being naive. That's not going to be. You're not going to be able to smash that, and. I would have thought it would be bulletproof, wouldn't it? I'm I, I just asking, you know, because I've honestly, I'm, I've, I've missed this whole story. So, um, wouldn't it? You, you can't smash those windows, otherwise, people would be, you know, particularly, particularly at Vegas when when lives are ruined, people would be smashing them and jumping out, wouldn't they? I don't expect you to have the answers. But... No, I'm just wondering. I'm wondering myself. I just, it's just, it's, it's, I just, um... 32nd floor he was on. 32nd floor. Okay, well, maybe the ones on the 32nd floor are a little... I'm joking. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> 23 weapons found in the room. Yeah. God. Several pounds of ammonium nitrate, which is an explosive material, found in his car. Well, you wonder how he got the, the guns in the hotel... How he broke down the window. And again, these are the... Cons- I'm guessing if he's a high roller, he can do what he wants, they'll probably help him with his bags. Oh, oh no. Oh, they treat him like kings. No, 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 no. You would you would know if you got a, a shotgun in a... or a, a, a semi-automatic rifle in a thing, in a bag. You can't disguise that. Mm. Handgun, yeah, but, but that. Um, and again, these are... The, a lot of these things, I'm, the questions I'm asking, the, the conspiracy theorists have jumped on to... Um, a lot of them have said he was... Now, I don't know how you say this word. Antifa? Well, I'd say... Ant- Antifa. <laughs> Antifa, yeah. And that's anti-fascist? Yeah. OK. But is Antifa... Let's say Antifa, whatever. Is Because I'm hearing this bandied around. Because surely being anti-fascist is a good thing. Is Antifa a, like a militant... Yeah, I think it's pr- like extreme. Physical anti-fascist. OK. Um... Again, I don't know about Antifa, so I don't know if what I'm saying is, is offensive or controversial, but but w- 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 the, the Nazis were fascists, weren't they? And we, we shot them. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, here's the thing, I don't really know what, what fascist means. It, it gets bandied around a lot. I don't really know what the word fascist mm. means. Um, so I, I, I assume I'm anti-fascist, but I don't know what a fascist is, but... We we kill fascists. Um, what does Woody Guthrie's guitar say? This 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 guitar kills fascists. Um, so I I don't know if anyone's listening who can help. I tell you what we'll do. We're going to take new callers up till one o'clock. We've only had two callers. And I'm very happy with that. After one o'clock, we're going to have a lock in. We're going to stay in for a bit longer. Anyone can call in then. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, uh, 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 telephone number. 
Um, if if you can help with these, I guess they're, they're kind of schoolboy questions, but also I think that um, some of these are questions that, that a lot of you yourselves have been thinking but have been afraid to, to ask. Let me be the dumb guy here. Please, sir, I don't know what uh, what a fascist is. Please, sir, I don't know what Antifa is. And please, sir, how did um, the nut job in Vegas get the window on the 32nd floor down and get all those guns into the building? 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, this is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. And with Time to Change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search... Time to change to find out more. 0344 499 is the phone number. We're going to have new callers only up until one. Um, and then we're going to have a bit of a lock-in. I don't know how long it will last. Um, suppose the show is supposed to finish at one, but I, a week away, I just feel I want to do a bit more. And after one o'clock, anybody can call in. Um, uh, 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 Alex has, um, has sent me... Um, um, well, the weirdest newspaper headline I've seen in a long time, from the Birmingham Mail. Is this Birmingham in England? Was it Birmingham? Or Birmingham. Birmingham. Um, I don't know how you tell anymore. Um, what's the? What's the? Um, is it com or? It's it, it's it's um, yeah Birmingham Mail. Is it British? Las Vegas. This is from four days ago. This is a genuine thing. Las Vegas mass shooting has eerie similarities to this Robbie Williams song. Stephen Paddock, sixty-four, was named by police as the gunman. <clears throat> The deadliest mass shooting in modern US history has left more than 50 dead and 500 others injured. Stephen Paddock, 64, was named by police as the gunman who massacred at least 58 people and wounded more than 515. It came after he opened fire on a music festival on the Las Vegas Strip from a 32nd floor hotel room on Sunday. Paddock lived in Mesquite, 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 Nevada, 80 miles north of Las and uh, northeast of Las Vegas with 62-year-old Mary Lou Danley, who had been his partner. Guns and ammunition were found in a search of Paddock's nice clean home, a Mesquite police spokesman said. Paddock is believed to have killed himself before a police SWAT team burst into his room at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino where at least 10 rifles were found. According to the Mirror, the terrifying sequence of events that led to last night's Las Vegas gun massacre bear a chilling resemblance to the lyrics of a Robbie Williams song. Oh. Wow. We're going to analyse it. In Me and My Monkey. Are they saying that Robbie Williams predicted this horrific event? In Me and My Monkey, from his 2002 album Escapology, Williams sings about checking into a room on the 33rd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas while carrying a gun. Killer Stephen Paddock fired thousands of bullets from the 32nd floor of that same hotel last night. He was carrying a gun. I'd put that bit in. <laughs> um, then they do the numbers. It's the third time they've done the numbers. In his song... Williams sings about travelling alongside a monkey to Vegas with a dream and a gun. The lyrics say, We made tracks to the Mandalay Bay Hotel. We got the elevator. I hit the 33rd floor. I'm hoping my monkey don't point that gun at anyone. I watch pay-per-view and polish my shoes and my gun. Don't point that gun at anyone. That's a badass monkey boy and he's packing a gun. Put your gun down, boy. 
That's it. Uh... That's it. What is that? How is that even? A th- how is that even a- a- allowed on the internet? That's the most ridiculous. That's incredible. That's the story. Robbie Williams did a song where he he mentions a hotel and a gun. Where was the monkey? Where was the? That's that's. I mean that Birmingham Mail. Dear good. And also why why Birmingham? Well, as we found, didn't we? That these all these newspapers when we did um, that dodgepot, Leo Hanlon. Um, uh, boy, oh boy, and the report of that whole Hope and Glory festival has come out. That's a mess, isn't it? And let's just say... You know, Le- looking at no one was hurt. Yeah, Jeez, uh, uh, they got away lightly. Leo Hanlon comes out of it terribly. Liverpool City Council comes out of it pretty badly mm. as well, guys. No one, um, uh, neither organiser nor council, comes out of that smelling of roses. They both come out lucky they didn't have blood on their hands outrageous absolutely outrageous um i can't remember why uh... yeah but the local papers oh yeah in the same group will share yeah, yeah, stories yeah, yeah. so we did the story in the, and it was obviously in the liverpool echo because they very kindly helped us with that and then it went to his local area where he lived but then it was everywhere it was in uh, hull and um, Leeds. Well, yeah, because there will have been people there from those places. You know what it's well, like. Well, no. Uh, yeah, but they were, it was all, it was everywhere. But, and it wasn't because there were people there, but they co- just copied the story word for word. They just copied and pasted it. And I didn't quite, but they're all owned by the same company, are they? Is that? A lot of them are, yeah. That's how these things work, is it? Ah, well. Louise Redknapp is giving her story to, um, well, she's given it to one newspaper and the other newspapers have obviously picked it up and said, yeah, we're having that as well. I might give my story to uh, the newspapers. How much do you think I could get for my story? Could I get money for my story? Tenor? Which story? Which one Which one pays the most? <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do a kiss and tell. Tell him a story. Yeah. Um, how are we feeling for a lock-in? Are we feeling it? Um, we could now, do a lock-in. I could, we do, could a lock-in. do a lock-in now. The vibes, maybe. Well, the... it's subdued, but that doesn't. It doesn't always have to be. Don't have to do it for long. Let's have a little go. We'll, have, we'll do. We'll do a little short, uh, a little short lock-in, and see how that goes, shall we? But yeah. I've, I've got. I've got Phil for the next three minutes, and I'm wondering what I'm going to say for three minutes. I'm thinking. I don't know what I'm going to say. Well, so, so for extra time after the three minutes, we'll say something else <clears throat> apart from what you're going to say now. Matt Lucas was nice, wasn't he? He's a lovely lad, really nice lad. I've not s- spoken to him for years and years and years. The last time I saw him, so we did some gigs, and this is before I got on the eleven o'clock show. Um, and then I, and he was was doing George Dawes with with Vic and Bob. But it's before he become huge with uh, Little Britain. And then I saw him years later when I I think I hadn't been on the telly for a while. And he was, I think, was, was doing um, the, um, the Boy George musical. And I saw him in Oxford Street and I got all nervous. And um, I walked past him. Oh, Matt. I was on the phone. And um, 
He said, oh, how are you doing? And we, he started chatting, and I got so nervous and uncomfortable. I went, he went, oh, you're on the, on the phone? And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. S- see you later. And I walked away. I walked away. Ah. It's silly, isn't it? And it's, um, I, and I was on the phone. I, 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 I wasn't on the phone when I, when I saw Gervais. I was, I was pretending then. But I was, I was on the phone, and I just didn't know what to I just got very uncomfortable. I saw David. I don't know David Williams at all. I've met him a couple of times. But I saw him a few years ago. I mean, years ago, and I was walking down uh, like uh, Wardour Street or Frith Street, one of the streets of Oxford Street, and I saw him on the same side of the street to me. And I didn't, I didn't, I don't, didn't know him, but I think I knew. I met him a couple of times. He'd done a show with a couple of friends of mine, and uh, I saw him, and I, I thought, oh, it's, it's David Williams. I don't, I don't want to. So, I, so I did the pretending I was on the phone thing and crossed the road, and he saw me, and he went, Ian, oh. Ian. How you doing? I went, oh, yeah, I'm all right. He said, oh. And we, we chatted for a bit. And he said, oh, we're about to do a live tour. You should come and see us. I said, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. I never know where I fit in with these people. That's my problem. Is I never know where I fit in. I, don't, I struggle to accept my lowly position. Think of it from their perspective, then. Yes. No one talks to them anymore because no, no one knows what to say. Yeah, that's right. Screw those le- losers. Um, OK, I'll tell you what we'll do. We will um, take... Uh, any call now, after midnight, if you want to give us a call, we'll, we'll do a little lock-in. Um, but I don't know if we're going to do a whole one. We'll, we'll do a little bit and just see if anything happens. Uh, if you want to give us a call, the telephone number is 03444991000. We will call you back. Anyone is welcome to call in. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, with time to change. Oh, hello. Another hour of Ian Lee. Absolutely free. What time is it? Lie back and think of Ian. <gasps> As the Lord of Late Nights keeps it up for a whole extra hour on talk radio. There's nothing like a good, honest, nice work, is it? Search hashtag radio lock-in. Things that go in the night. <laughs> nice. The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on talk radio and with time to change. That's a very good Alan Carr impression. In that thing, isn't it supposed, supposed to be uh... Kenneth Williams? Yeah. No, I think it's Alan Carr. That sounds spot on, Alan. I think it's Alan Carr. Play it again. Play that again. Play it again, Sam. Um, that sounds like Alan Carr to me. Oh. oh, hello! Another hour of Ian Lee. Absolutely free. What time is it? Lie back and think of Ian. Oh, maybe it's it's the right, Lord right, of right, Lake. Right. Maybe it's meant to be. But, but anyway, so I stand by my first statement. That's an excellent <laughs> Alan Carr impression, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uncanny. Uh, oh, three, we're, we're here for a bit longer. I just, you know, I've not been here for a week and I feel maybe I, th- 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 I've not given you what you need. So we'll carry on for a little bit longer. Oh, three, a four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Anyone can give us a call now. Good evening, Simon. Hello. Hello, Simon. That jingle's brilliant. It's good, isn't it? They've done, uh, they've done a cracking job, the team upstairs. I keep meaning to go and buy them a couple of bottles or something. And I will do that this week because they've, um, they've done a superb job. But how can you confuse the genius of Kenneth Williams with uh, Alan Carr? Because they, the impression sounded like Alan Carr. Oh, uh, I beg to differ. You think that sounded like Kenneth Williams? Definitely, and you... the context as well. Well, the you co- got Sid James in there as well. Well, then I got the context the second time around, but that's how poor the impression was. It sounded like Alan Carr. 
Well, now, here we go, because on a similar on a similar vein, the reason why I phoned you up tonight... Yes? I phoned you a couple of weeks ago, and you were pretty nasty to me, but I'll, I'll let you off that one. Well, hang on, no, hang on a second. You, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna say you probably deserved it. Well, what did I, I do that was... I don't, rem- I don't remember you. What did I do that was nasty? I pointed out a turkey man. The what? Turkey man, or family fortunes. Right. You were doing jingles. Oh yeah, right. And what did I? Well, our impressions. Right. What did I say that was nasty? You just said I was dull. Well, you probably were. Up your game a bit, lads. (laughs) You've confused nasty with honest. I can, I can take it. But listen, the reason I wanted to speak to you, okay? Yes. I listen to you because I think you're you're really funny. But. The alternative is Ian Collins. Right? Right. I'm the alternative. No, 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 no. He's the alternative. No, 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 no. I'm the late night alternative. Oh, you could be... Oh, you're the alternative. So the only other choice, then, is Ian Collins. And, to be honest, I don't really want this to Ian Collins. But one thing that we really want to know about Ian Collins is that he says... Man alive. And you say man alive. Right. What is it about man alive? He also says the... And I say the. I say the too. Well, exactly. Copycat. I tell you who doesn't say the. Duncan Barks. Yeah. He says the. Anyway. So me and Ian Collins say, both say a, a, a phrase that is in common usage and has been for a long, long well, time. I don't agree with you there. I think that the only two people I've ever heard use it oh, is you and him. Oh, shut up. You, you really are daft as a brush, you are, you muppet. It's true. It's true. And also, right, what is the... I hope you're not driving, because you sound absolutely steaming. No, I'm not driving. Uh, what is the fascination with you and the word delicious? Well, there's no fascination with it. I, what I tend to do is um, I tend to latch on to a word for three or four months and I overuse it. And at the moment, that word is delicious. But it's a delicious okay. word to say. Well, yeah. I just thought I'd point it out to you in case you didn't know that was all... Well, no, I'm aware that I, it's... it's it, r- Delicious is reaching its critical mass in terms of my usage. Yes. Well, you know what? It's been a pleasure talking to you again. It's all and, gone a bit uh, Jeff, as far as I'm concerned. What? It's all gone a bit Jeff. What? Thanks for calling. See? Callbacks. That's comedy, guys. Callbacks. Timing. <laughs> that call was totally Jeff, man. I mean... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now I'm starting to wake up. Six, seven minutes past one. It takes me three hours and seven bloody minutes. Now I'm starting to wake. I tell you why. It's because we had um, dinner too late. We went to Nando's, and um, we, we stood at Nando's. Right. And normally there's like lo- they, normally you you got to beat off the servants, the servants, the servers, <laughs> the waiters with a stick. Right. But we They're stood so there. They're so keen normally. Like we're, been, we're there for about thirty seconds. And I went. Do you know what? I'm getting pissed off with these guys. And you went, okay, we'll give them ten, nine. And then there was loads of people behind us as well, about ten people behind us. Seven, five, three, two, one. And we both just turned and walked out. Because it wasn't even that they didn't come to us. No. They were avoiding eye contact. So, sorry, guys. So then we I went... remember the days of Nandos coming up to yes. you before your meal arrived, just yeah. to herald the meal coming. Yep, yep, yep. None yep. of that anymore. No, no, now they don't even talk to us. So then we went to our, uh, our tapas bar, which is, uh, we got there about quarter past seven, 
And we thought, well, let's trade us some, 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 some tapas. Um, and we got there, and... It really is good tapas. It's, it's great tapas. Uh, it's so bloody good tapas. But um, we got there, and it was, there were some people in front of us, and it was, it was packed. Other people have discovered our tapas. And we said to the guy, can we sit at the bar for a bit? And Kath got steaming. <laughs> I did not. That laugh says it all. And um, by about, about half eight, I'm thinking, right, we've been here for about an hour and a quarter. Are we going to get... And everyone was really taking that. People had finished their meals and they were sat there. They were sat there having a conversation after the meal. What the hell is that about? It's like they're having a night out. And then at about um, 20 to 9, I could see some people were finishing and ready, getting ready to go. And I said to the guy, can we put an order in now and then we'll grab that table? He said, yeah. So we put the order in. Uh, we put the order in at quarter to nine. We were out of there at five past nine. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Didn't, it didn't even take us 20 minutes to, to eat that it was meal. so good. It was. I mean, that tapas. Good tapas. That beef. I did <laughs> like those meatballs. Albondigas. 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 Si, senor, you want about donkey? No, albondigas. Albondigas. I tell you what, let's, 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 should we be mean? Let us. Uh, this is what we... No. I can't, no. can't do that. Can't, you cannot do that voice. Let us um, have a listen as to what is happening on the other... Where's my radio app on here? It is my tuner is the app I use. Let's go and have a listen to what the other radio stations... Let's go to BBC World Service, right? So, this is what BBC World Service are offering uh, people. Now, coming up to ten minutes... Past one o'clock. Connecting. My internet. In we we want to create a sense of urgency to invest in people that we think is necessary, uh, given the way the economy is changing, oh. the global economy is changing. I mean, how do you expect countries to react to this ranking? Well, because there is an element of, of main... countries to react to this ranking. Um, okay, this is uh, been complained about as well. Now, if if LBC. we start saying that crazy is always and exclusively used to discriminate against people with mental health issues. Well. <sighs> I'm not sure you can do that to no, the language. Crazy, uh, I think, crazy. is the most common song title in the English language, for example. Whoa! <laughs> That's a proud boast. That guy has just... Cut, surely the most... No, I dispute it. I know what the answer is. The Power of Love. That's more com- That's the most common song title. Because mm. I am your lady. That's the power of love. Those two. And there's the other one. Frankie goes to Hollywood. The power of love. And there's a, there is a fourth one. But that's more than crazy. All I can think of is crazy. And that's it. Uh, no, crazy by Seal and Adamski. Mm, mm, is that mm, not cool? Mm, you were going to get a little mm, bit crazy. Mm, 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 okay, so there's two. Mm, okay. Mm, 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 so LBC is actually doing mm, quite a good phone. Mental health concerns. All right, buddy, get over yourself. Um, let us go to. Oh, here we go. BBC Arabic. Bloody rubbish this going to be. <laughs> my my licence is paying for this and I can't understand a bloody word of it. <laughs> it's political correctness gone mad. Um, um, I'll tell you what's... Um, Alright, right, love, calm down. Uh, let's try... Uh, let's try some of the regional station. BBC London. Hi, BBC London here, guys. We're going to be talking, we're going to be having sex with a black cab. Uh, by speaking to Amelia. Uh, Amelia, good morning. Good to meet you. Oh, he's got callers. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm excited as well. Ah, good. Um, <laughs> what, just from speaking to me or speaking on the radio generally? 
Both, right, he's got callers. Yeah. Hey, well, Don, you should Don's... listen and learn, because the way he talks to them is very sexual. Dotton's got callers, right, guys? <laughs> and um, I ain't got no callers. So Dotton's got one over on me. He's got callers. Mm. Dotton's got callers. Uh, what's that? Metro City, is that one? That's that Pete Price, isn't it? Pete Pringle. Metro Radio City. No, that's Radio Here we go, Radio City. That's um, Pete Pringle, isn't it, or something? On October 29th, the oh, clock's... that's their adverts. We're not, we're not playing their adverts. I don't play Is there. it nearly fall forward? Um, spring back, fall forward. Yeah. yeah. Aye, it's coming up very soon. It's coming up very soon, guys. We're going to lose an hour of time. We're going to lose an hour of time at some point, guys. I changed my first... Adverts. <sighs> now, here's the thing. Most BBC regional stations um, opt in... Or do they opt out to Five Live? They opt... In. In. I changed... Uh, Liverpool. Come on, Liverpool. Yeah, hi. Can I... Oh, jeez. I want to hear what... I want to hear this Pete Price. Isn't he up for the same award that we're up for? Oh, I don't know if you want to... The Arias. That's next week, guys. Next week, guys, the Arias. This show is up for an award. We are up against um, Jeremy Vine... And um, I think we're up against Pete Price and some... Gr- we're up against some really good people. I know. That's why I've not bought anything new. Well, you've told me I've got to buy a new suit. Here's the thing. Well, I'm so... fat now, well... and so I've got to buy a suit, and I've got to hope they can... Um, uh, uh... What do I get? Oh, what do I get? What do I get? Oh, what do I get? What's up? What's up? This is an advert. That's a good... Ad- You're going to get one of them snazzy suits, like a, a radio... Um, Wacky radio. Oh, it's going to be a shiny suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Always go, always go. Shiny Velvet. suit. Um, no, I don't think I'll be bringing my cat with me. Um, I tell you what's a good album, right? Most punk albums are rubbish, but the Buzzcocks album, Love Bites. Oh, that is a great album. Name some of the hits. Um, Ever fallen in love? That one, yeah. Um, it's orgasm addict on there. Love abides by what do they call Buzzcocks? Uh, it's, it's, it's a great album. Let's let's have a oh oh look at that. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a delicious. There we go. Let's go through these. Nineteen seventy-eight. Um, just last. I don't really remember how these go. I think that's a fair bet. Orgasm Addict's a good song, but that's not, do you know the song Orgasm Addict? No. Oh, mate. Orgasm Addict. It's a very funny song. I think we can get away with playing Orgasm Addict at this time of night. It's not on that album, but um, here we go. Listen to, listen to this. Beautiful. This is a great record. Well, you tried it just for once. Find it all right for kicks. But now you find out that it's a habit that sticks. And you're an Orgasm Addict. You're an Orgasm Addict. Sneaking in the back door with Teddy Maxine. So your mother wants to know what all the things on the jeans are gone. Delayed reaction, but I think they may have been a swear. Those yeah. naughty buzzcocks. Um, let's see if um, we can uh, listen here. Yeah, 
BBC Radio Manchester. I mean, this is it. The thing is, there isn't that many pla- there aren't that many radio places you can go to now. Pressure system that will cause an onshore. This will be five live. That should it? bring in more moisture and uh, uh, speaking to uh, speaking spell firefighters. However, it is very no, he's not. It's um, the winds have sounds like uh, Michael Stipe from where they were gusting up You're to right. fifty and even sixty miles an hour. I knew he was a weatherman. That really is is the uh, the primary. I knew he was a boring man. This whole thing and. <laughs> Now they've got the, uh, the 10 to 15 mile an hour winds that they can deal with uh, and, and be battling all of these blazes to the, the best of their ability. Well, Kevin, we wish you and your family. And that's what you've got. That's it, basically. If anyone knows of any other places, let's have a look at um, that uh, website that takes you uh, around the world. Let's go around the world. The problem is, of course, we, we, we go to America now. It will be drive time shows. It's not going to be late night, obviously, because um, it's not. Uh, the internet's been very, very slow this evening. Let's just mute that a second while it boots up. This is a brilliant website, by the way, radio.garden, and it will take you um, anywhere around the world. Let me um, show. F- oh, no. What? I've deleted all my favourites. Oh, I. Feeling a little miserable and upset? Well, of course, it would have been wise to take Alka-Seltzer at work earlier in the day. Oh, that's annoying. But don't wait now. Hang on, let's go and have a quick was look that, there. Was, oh, that was that 1952 America? 1940s British radio. Oh, wow. Um, I've got rid of all my favourites. That's annoying. Because I've lost that really cool... Um, there we go. Let's try this. Free... Oh, I know, what we'll... I know exactly what we'll do. Let's try, okay, Radio Free, remember that place we tried to find out, Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, let's see if they're on air now, and if we can call in, listen live. Okay, so we're going to listen to live to Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, let's see if we can give them a call, shall we? Yeah. This is called The Rodent Hour. Hmm. Oh. Lazy. Um... Tell you what, while this is playing, let's talk to uh, Willie. Good evening, Willie. Hi. Hello, Willie. <laughs> okay, well that's 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 very very naughty. Uh, we got that, didn't we? Deary, deary me. Well, well, then don't get high on meth, dude. <laughs> don't get high on meth. Um. Is there any way to uh, phone in? No, there's not. This is the thing. It'd be nice to phone up an American radio station and, you know, hands across the water, just just kind of make contact with them. But um, this one's just playing absolutely awful, awful music. I mean... Now, why can't I stop it playing? Oh, there it is. It's playing in a separate window. That's why. I want to find a... Ah, we could be here all night, couldn't we? Um, I 
Here we go. Parole deliverance. What? Parole in Italian is words. Is that what it's about? Is it an Italian Christian station? This is my favourite. This is the cutting edge of Christmas radio. Gosh. I think, we, think our uh, young uh, meth friends are phoning in again. Let's just try this, but we'll hover over the button. Yes, line one, don't swear, because we'll just dump you and it won't go out on the air. So try and, try and um, not use your potty mouth if possible. What have you got for us? There we go. Well, that was... <laughs> You'd have heard that on Periscope. Here's the thing. It doesn't go out on the radio. And on Periscope, there are 37 people. It just, I mean, if the best you can do, seriously, is phone up and put on a slightly different voice from the time you phoned up before with a withheld number and say, effing ends. I mean, <laughs> why is... Have I got to do another prank call show where I educate these guys on what, how to do pranks? People are not taking notes. That was no India. That was no Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, was it? And look, he's phoning in again. Dude, I can see it's you phoning in, you muppet. We'll just let you phone in. If anybody else wants to phone in, 0344 499 is the... Um, telephone number if you uh, want to uh, give us if you want to give us a call you'd be very welcome to give us a call um how do i call back one of the numbers that's called us up earlier on how, how, how do we um i've gone to call log and i'm touching them then but then there's no number there oh well if there's no number that means they're withheld no 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 but it's got their name so they must have used a number it don't matter. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Don't be a potty mouth, please. Uh, that certainly would be. I never dreamed of being the potty mouth, actually. Oh, it's David Badcock, the uh, oh. nobbin. Sorry? Uh, hello, David. Lovely to talk to you, mate. Hey, we're, we're having a bit of a look in, are we? We're having a what? bit of a look in. Your accent seems um, um, stronger than and more nasal than normal. Right, are we having a bit of a lock-in? Yes, we are. No, don't, 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 be, don't be mean to me. I'm, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> you sound quite up, upbeat tonight. I've been, I've been cracking show tonight. I love it. Really? I'm, I'm not quite up to speed yet. It's been all right. Well, no, I bet it's good to have you back. I mean, let's be honest, I mean, last week was awful. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, can I just say? Yes. I love uh, sherbet fountains. They're really sweet. Right. Um, 
That's it. Mm. Hang on a second. I was on your Facebook. Hang on. You're not being sponsored by Sherbet Fountains, are you? No. Did the dib-dab deal fall through? Dib-dabs are for losers. <laughs> Sherbet, Sherbet Fountains. Yes, please. You be, are you being sponsored by Sherbet? How much are you getting for Sherbet Fountains? Five a month. Right, get stuffed. I'm not having it. Uh, you can't come on and plug. Outrageous. You can't, you can't do that. We not can't. everyone can handle Sherbet anyway. We can't allow that at all, at all, at all, at all. But listen, oh god, the the poor souls that are calling in. I I can see it's you guys, so <laughs> I'm not going to answer it. I'm not going to answer. It. Anyone else wants to call in? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um. Is there anything in the papers? Um. Mm-hmm. No, not really. We may have, we may have, um, we may have peaked. We may have peaked. Let's have a little flick around the world one more time and then we'll go home, shall we? Yeah, let's. Shall we? Um, Let me try this. I'm still playing that. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? That is nice. Radiosymphony.com. That is great. Do you know this one? <laughs> I like that. Bohemia, here we go, Bohemia Radio. Forgive me, he's saying. This is great. This is great. Let's go to uh, Mr. Olbers. Good evening, Mr. Olbers. Hi, yeah, I was just uh, calling because I just can't get to sleep, man. Just can't get to sleep. You know when your head's yep. buzzing around with loads of thoughts just about how bad Blade Runner is? <laughs> <laughs> I watched Blade Runner. I just can't get over how bad it, that movie was. It's so slow, and it thinks it's being very <laughs> clever, and it ain't. It's boring. So boring, man. Here's the interesting thing. I'm, I can give mm. you one interesting uh, thing that I learnt the other day about Go Blade on. Runner. The director was it Ridley Scott who directed yeah. it, right? Yeah. So the director believes that Harrison Ford's character is a replicant. But Harrison Ford believes his character is a human. You have to believe he's a replicant, though, by what I, the way I interpreted it. I but... don't think you do. I, th- I, I thought the whole que- the, the whole film pivoted on that question because he hates replicants. Yeah. No, 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 because he dreams halfway through the movie about a unicorn. 
Right. Yeah. And at the end, there's an origami thing left for him in the shape of a unicorn. Right. So how would that guy know to leave him an origami figure of a unicorn when he had a, a dream about a unicorn? Coincidence? Uh, oh, come on. Well, you're, saying coincidences, you're saying coincidences don't happen. Have well, you I'm never had amazing. that thing? And I had this today, right? When you're reading a strange word in a book or a magazine and they say it on the radio. Have you never had that? Well, yeah. Sh- like you're it in happens. the word shafting. And they'll say <laughs> shafting on Radio 4. Have you never had that? I get that a lot. What, I'm a anyway. replicant all of a sudden, you nut job? Can I ask you one last question and I'm going to bed? No, oh, go on then. Is it time to change? Not yet. Not yet. Recordar, vivir, disfrutar con la música de Bohemia Radio. Even their adverts are going to sound great. Hola. Hola. This is horny. Pero no puedo dormir. He can't sleep either. But that's because he's got a boner. <laughs> Not because he's thinking about crap films. Estoy pensando en Blade Runner. Let's listen to the fire department in Evansville. Oh, no, no fires. Very kit. No cats up no trees in Evansville. Evansville's radio station. Let's find out. That's the problem. You're just mainly going to get This crap. is Niall Horan from One Direction. Is it? Mm-hmm. I quite like this one. There's a horrible yes. lyric in it, though. OK. So hand like sweat dripping off my dirty laundry. Oh. Whoa. Oh, solo piano radio. I wonder what that's going to be. That... <laughs> It's a very, Richard Clayton very FM. specific <laughs> gap in the market that's being filled there. <laughs> Solopianoradio.com, if you want. Let's have a little look at their... Um... All piano, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a brilliant, brilliant place. You can get the commercial-free Whispering Pure Stream as low as $2.50 a month. This is great. Okay. I'd love to find a station we can connect with. Mm, what's that? What are they called? Um... The pretenders? Nah, it's mainly crap, isn't it? <laughs> Zero seven. I remember those guys. Ace, the helpful place. I do like American adverts. They I, sell, don't they? I, they re- and the ones when they they like you can buy like drugs over there. And at the end, say, be warned, this drug may give you a heart attack, may want to give you suicide, may want to kill your wife, may want to just you may get pals, you may wonderful. Those are the drugs I want. Oh, blimey, that reminds me. Did you see that Louis Theroux thing yesterday? Nah. <gasps> I'm a bit bored of Louis Theroux now. What? A bit bored of him. No. 
Check out our weekly specials on our new digital billboard where we're famous for diamonds. Dameron Jewelers, downtown Elk City. They are dripping in diamonds in Elk City. I want to buy a diamond from that dude. Listen, listen to this. is a great song. Well, it's hotter than hell outside right now. It's a hundred in the shade with the sun beating down. Forecast calling for some more of the same. Well, I can't fix that, but I can fix a drink. Yes! <laughs> this is brilliant. Elk City in Oklahoma. Is this, is this a real song or is this an advert? This will be a real song. But it's the same dang thing all over again. The world's in the toilet and the market's in the tank. Well, I can't fix that. No, but I can fix a drink. Pour it on ice. Mix it on up and get you feeling right. I can get you buzzed. I can get you smiling, I can make you feel like you're sitting on an island. I can make you fruity, or I can make you strong. <laughs> this is the best song I've ever heard. Chris Jansen, Fix a Drink. Put it to your lips, take a little sip, and tell me what you think. Yeah, I can fix a drink. Oh, that's a great record. The first time he said it, I thought he said, I can fix a drink. That's what I thought he said, yeah, yeah. Fix a drink. Oh, that one's unreachable. This is a, I mean, you could lose yourself. On this app, this is the Phoenix Metro Area Fire Department. Let's see if they come back. Five thirty-three in the afternoon at Phoenix. Thirteen eighty-six, Mary, go ahead. It's uh, Arizona Sun Devils. David nine seven zero two. Uh, strip silver oil pickup gray. Yankee forty. Kback nine. Difficulty breathing. So I find this really scary. It's like a robot voice giving you a call. This is terrifying. Imagine listening to this in bed at night. I find stuff like this really scary. It makes me very, very uncomfortable. Um... Let's just try a couple more, then we'll, we'll head home. This is Radio Free Phoenix. Now I, I get excited when I see a name like Radio Free Phoenix. I think it's going to be great. And it's uh, the last freeform rock station in the world. And there's some old, great-looking old heads on their website. Wow, some of, I can... Wow, look at the size of that guy's forehead. You <laughs> see that guy there? Five-finger forehead. Herman Munster. That's incredible. I can spot at least five people who've definitely had a toke on a joint at some point in their life. I get excited when I see a name like that, though, and I think, oh, um, uh, uh, I, I just think they're just playing this kind of rock stuff. I know. Let's try a couple more, then we'll talk to Sally, and then we'll, let's bring Sally in. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Hello, Sally. You're right. Yeah, you. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Listen to this. Here we go. Hang on. Bear with it. Ooh. 
That's a great tune. There we go. Yeah, Sally, what you got for us? Oh, I just phoned in to say hello and welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. We missed you very much. No, you didn't. No, no, no. We did. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, we did. you're very kind. Okay. How did you go on the balloon ride? Yeah, the end? balloon ride was brilliant. That was well worth doing. I mean, it cost a fortune. It's 200 quid, but it was it was absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. And um, um, you, it, I've never, I wasn't scared in the slightest. I've ne- it was the smoothest thing in the world. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was very peaceful. Apart from the, the tall guy, I wouldn't shut up gabbing on. <laughs> and there were kids on there. There was um, two little girls who must have been. They were younger than my boys, so that one was four and one was six, I was going to wow. say. And they were loving it. They wow. were lo- very, very Did brave. Did they see over the side? Yeah, they were lifted up. Oh, it was the weirdest that. thing, man. It was the weirdest thing, but I had a great time. Good, good. You sound good. Oh, I've cut, listen, I've come back enthused. I'm going to grab my career and my life by the horns and I'm going to shake them ragged. That's what I'm saying now. Tomorrow, yeah. I'll be like, oh, God, I hate myself, I'm going to kill myself. I'll be all that crap no. again. But, um, we'll see. Catherine, Catherine's going to say something, then she she bailed out. No, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm glad to hear the positive attitude, and um, long may it continue. It's nice yeah. when you go away and you come back with sort of, sort of a refreshed vigour for life. You know? let's, let's try Sean Nagy's Super Oldies. Let's see what this is. Started talking about the weather. Kitty, oh, don't you know oh, that's, that's wrong? I can't stand this way around. That's, that's an awful, an awful sound. What a terrible song. Mm. Here's the thing. A lot of the oldies are crappies. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Here we go. The Broadband Comedy Network. Let's see. They showed it on Cops a couple times where the two guys get all that white suburban. These guys have a shootout with the police at... Point blank range. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> I would love to have been at the office the next day when that guy's being interviewed by the chief. And then what happened? Well, at that point, I unloaded my semi-automatic 9mm weapon at point blank range. <laughs> and then what happened? They left. <laughs> nice shooting, Elmer Fudd. No, oh, no. <laughs> that laughter wasn't real. Was Gun humour. I, I. Mm, bit inappropriate. Well, well, well. Is well. It, that's interesting. You should say that. Is it inappropriate? Um, because what are you laughing at? The pros and the cons of uh, Crosby, Stills oh, yeah. and Nash. Is it inappropriate? Because uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, America is is full of guns. Now, whether we like it or not, and 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 some people you know hate it, and some people love it, and um, it. it is it inappropriate appropriate mm. for... I'm, I'm assuming that also that was recorded some time ago, I would would imagine. That laughter doesn't sound genuine. No. Um, and people, you know, people... Uh, 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 what am I trying to say? Guns are in, such an ingrained part of American culture that we can't understand it. We, we, can't, just, we, we just can't get to grips with it, you know. So um, I think jokes about guns are... 
I would not deem that inappropriate. Do you know what I mean, Kath? Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, I, supp- I suppose. I think it's to do with how they started off as a country, really, while they've still got yeah. their guns. Oh, those, all the guns they have should be uh, traded in for muskets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the right to bear arms was was came uh, was made up when they had muskets. Go and get yeah. a musket and, and put some uh, little can of little um, little ball bearings in it. Fire that. Everyone should have one of them. Even give them to the kids. <laughs> but the, not not a semi-automatic rifle with a you know. No. None of that nonsense. It's crazy nuts. No. And you know, everyone, everyone. <laughs> Twitter's such a weird place, and it's so so weird people. And this, these, um, I'm not going to say alt right. These um, hardcore right wing um, broadcasters, and I include people like and like Katie Hopkins and, mm. and Nigel Farage in that. Who? Uh, well, you, no, no, no. People coming out. No, that's some zippy. Uh, people coming out calling for uh, saying the guns should be banned on the back of this Las Vegas tragedy. They're just trying to make political gain on it. Well, yes, yeah, and- they are. But 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 maybe <laughs> because this tragedy and the one before and the one before that and one before that yeah th- you know maybe because they th- they are it's right that idiots th- people don't well, guns don't kill people it's people that kill, kill yeah, yeah people with guns and also removing the restrictions on people with you know history of mental problems they don't do mental health checks no, on people anymore no 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 no, no that no. was no. trump's decision that was and, trump's and decision. also the big argument well you know Whenever there's like a, a dodge pot over here, right? We don't get guns too often, but when it's a bomb or um, you know someone in a car, mm. well, if if um, you know the Westminster Bridge, right? That fellow's driving up and down, killing people. Well, if we had guns over here, then that would have been stopped a lot quicker. Well, hang on a second, because <laughs> the, the shooting in Vegas—I don't know how long it went on for, but it was like ten minutes. Yeah. 58 people died, 550 people, 15 people were injured in Vegas, mm. a place where I think you can wear guns openly. I'm not, I think you can yeah. there. Yeah, open carry. Right. So that worked, you don't didn't have to it? Declare it either. The other yeah, thing is, sens- sensible people who do have guns recognise the fact that if they're caught up in a shooting like that and they get their guns out, how are the police supposed to know who yep. started it? Yeah. And who's shooting innocent victims? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's crackers. It's, um, it's, a very strange world, Sally. Thank you yeah. very much indeed. Oh, I cut you off a bit quickly. Sorry, but um, um, what's the date? Ninth, or it was? It's none the of your now. none of your effing business. I've got to fill out paperwork. Fill out, fill out my dick. Well, um, someone's saying there's a radio show we could try um, in America. So we'll try this. I didn't hear you. Swear to God. Probably that guy. Um, listen now, Tim Conway. Someone has just suggested. Um, I don't know how to make it work. Click on that. Computer's been a little bit slow tonight. A little bit slow tonight. So maybe we can't get this to work. Um, Why aren't you working? Um, Why aren't you working? Southern California. Let's try again. One more time. Listen. Um, oh, I don't know if it's 6pm in Southern California. That might be the problem. I think it's. I don't think it's quite 6. I think it's quarter to 6, isn't it? So, so that isn't... Go, that isn't going to happen, I don't think. I don't think that is going to happen. 
Um, oh well, thanks for the suggestion. Let's have a quick look at uh, Twitter, see if there's anything we need to say before we wrap up the show. Um, call Night Owls. I don't know who Night Owls are. I think that's the one in Newcastle. Oh, I'm not going to. I don't want to call a British. That would be a bit weird. Mm. That would be that be a little bit weird, and they might. Um, they might object. They might object. Rightfully so. My bosses will probably object. Rightfully so. Um, so no. Um, uh, what's this? Uh, let's try this. No holds barred radio. Scottsdale. Let's try that. No holds barred radio. Scottsdale. Let's see if. Um, let's have a little, little look Oh! Here we go. Look! Um. Oh, you know, I bought tickets the other day, yesterday, for um, to see Ninjago movie. Yeah. Uh, which is <laughs> disappointing, guys. I'm really disappointing. And um, I spoke to a young lady called Kat. Yes. She just emailed in. How She's listening. Um, hi, uh, she made my day. She went... Um, uh, 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 she made my day. I think I... Uh, oh, um, I was on the toilet when I phoned Oh, her. stop it. Did she know? No. Um, and I said, uh, yeah, can I book tickets for the Ninjago movie? I'm a member of this cinema. She said, OK, what's your uh, name? I said, Ian Lee. She went, no, not the Ian Lee. I said, uh, gosh, yes. I, yes. I, what, the one that used to be on LBC? And what was the name of that programme you did? Was it Smack the Pony? Now, of course, I didn't do Smack the Pony, but it was around that time. It was time. all women, it was, it? It, Yes, but it was around that time. <laughs> and she, honestly, I was feeling a little bit crappy um, when I made that phone call. And she uh, it made me... She, I, I was absolutely thrilled and delighted. Um, you bought film tickets. Um, uh, talk, I love it. I talked to loads of twats all weekend. Most are nice, average folk who can't use the internet to book film tickets. Well, I prefer phoning up. Also, because I'm a member, I can't work out how to use my membership card online. So I'm one of those twats. <laughs> um... Um, la, 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 la. Oh, bless you, Cathy. Uh, How absolutely delightful to. I'm, I'm, I, she said, "What are you doing now?" I said, "Oh, I'm listening. I'm on talk radio." So we've we, uh, listen. If we get one listener at a time, I'm happy to do that. Just through phoning helplines. Yes, yes, I am. Um, no holds barred. Oh, this is a very confusing website that looks like I'm gonna get spammed. It's going to spam the hell out of my computer, I think. Let's have a little try. Is that for me, that call? Hey, Nigel. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm doing great, mate. Good. Well, you're keeping me going. If you could stay on air a bit longer. I'm stuck in what an you, airport what you doing? in Tenerife. Oh, you're in Tenerife. Waiting, yeah, and waiting... My plane got cancelled. I've, I've had to get another flight. Oh. And it's four out... It's it's, uh, the desk doesn't open till four o'clock what in the, the morning. Hang on, what, who, who cancelled your flight? Were you with Ryanair? Yeah. <laughs> you absolute muppet! What were you thinking? <laughs> what on thinking earth were you thinking? <laughs> you deserve everything you're going to get. <laughs> Which is nothing. <laughs> Which is nothing, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Know. So I'm stuck here till four o'clock till the desk. The flight doesn't leave till seven. Yeah. 
And I've been up since seven o'clock this morning. And there's nowhere to lie down, is there? Because you can't, those seats, they're like those moulded plastic seats. You can't lie down on them. I know, I know, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And And then I've got to fly to Newcastle, and then I've got to get from Newcastle to the North West. Um, well, I would suggest, um, you just give up and get drunk. No, there's not even the bar open. Oh, mate. So there's nothing there? No, nothing. Well? One shop that's selling Fanta. (laughs) (laughs) Fanta! Go go and spend all your foreign money, and, um, uh, uh, good luck. So you're keeping me going at the moment. Okay, so. well, we're going to stop in a minute. Uh, this no holds barred station. I'm I'm struggling to find it. it it's um, I'm struggling to find it because there are loads of different things, and um, I think this is it. Uh, to me, you know, no big deal. And but I don't know. He respected me, and I respected him. I, I mean, I don't care if you got if you smoke weed. That's your how that's do I call your in? business, right? Venison, did you ever smoke any weed? How do I, <laughs> does anyone know the number? Can See, you tweet the number? Business, right? Uh, this, I don't care. Uh, do you mean has he smoked weed ever, or has he smoked weed this week yet? If anyone can tweet me, find the number. This or is are, no holds barred radio in Scottsdale. I can't find it. Or are you high now? I mean, no, and I don't. And I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so I when I was graduating, I, I've smoked weed. There we go. To me says, you know, what's the fuck? What's the code for America? Zero zero one. Yeah. And he told okay. me that I was the only guy in ROTC, even though we were honor-bound, that didn't smoke Let's weed. Let's have a go. Did he get a certificate? or uh, You should have gotten an award for that. I guess. No, in fact, that's what I think. I was like, wait, I, mean, I don't get shit for this. Okay, we're going to use potty language. We can... We can uh, so, <laughs> so you should have uh, smoked a joint in protest. Don't agree with that. Uh, hello there. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Hey, man, how you doing? You're right. Uh, we're doing great. How you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Um, are we on the radio? We are on the radio. This is uh, what I'm talking about. You... Yes, yes. Now, have you ever smoked pot? Yes, I have a long time ago, and I don't smoke it anymore. Okay. Uh, what about I can't talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do you want to? Hey, listen. Can I just say you're you're up? We, we're on the radio over here. We're in Britain, and you're on you're on talk radio. We we just um, we, we're doing a radio show, and we've just been kind of surfing around the radio waves. And someone suggested that we should listen to your show, and that you you guys were doing some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us do fun stuff, and some of us well, don't do it. fun stuff. But, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, we're just finding out that Brian here's never smoked pot, but, but he did own a, an Atari 2600. Oh, he owned an Atari 2600, yeah, one of the greatest machines ever made. Yeah, I bought one today. Absolutely. Yes. Hey, and the three of us on this show once played the French horn. Yes, we've all, we're all what? French horn players. What, the, well, you've all played the same French horn. <laughs> can you you can catch stuff off that, can't you? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did yeah, why did yeah, you yeah, buy yeah. um why did you buy an Atari twenty six hundred today and how much did it cost? Uh I, I bought it because I could and it was uh sixty five dollars and came with fifteen games. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love it. I bought it because I could. That's a wonderful reason. 
He got doesn't it. know if it works. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, I, I but, but it came with the games. Well, did you see a, a, a uh, you, it came with the games, and you're, you're, you're saying that as though it's a good thing. Here's the thing, right, because I love old retro games, and I grew up with the Atari and the Spectrum and the Commodore and all of that, but when you go back to the Atari 2600 and you whack in that huge cartridge, you realise after about 20 seconds that those games are nowhere near as good as you remember, and they're crap. Well, that's the charm of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, listen, man, because we're about to end yeah. it a minute, because we, we, listen, you're on talk radio in the UK right now, and I hope that's cool with you, because, you know, with, with some people suggested that y- your show was quite good fun. Can I, th- this no holds barred... No, no, out. Say that again. Uh, I, I'm... Oh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that... yeah, we're on nhbradio.com, and uh, we're called Time Out with Gators, Brian, and Venison. Um, so what, easy. tell me, who are you, and what, t- how long you been doing this for? Oh, wow. I've been doing this for over 10 years now yeah. uh, under different uh, show names. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just kind of, you know, connect in and uh, talk about whatever's on our mind. Sometimes it's retro gaming. Sometimes it's oh, music. Mate. Sometimes it's about my poor choices in uh, music selection. Oh, go on. Give and, us a go on. What uh, music, what music do you like, man? Tell us what music you like. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Oh, no, please. Come on. Tell, tell me. I bet, I bet I like some of it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I like just about anything and everything. Uh, you know, I, 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 and I, I even like some good stuff now and then. But some of my uh, selections get pretty odd. Like the other day, I bought a record of Hungarian folk music. This is my, and, kind, of uh, this is my uh, kind of guy. I love yeah. this. Yes, and I, I bought a bunch of 45s with Coke jingles on them. <laughs> uh, Coca-Cola yeah. jingles. Yeah. Uh, so those are, those are fun. Uh, oh, I got a, uh, a fun Spike Jones 45 I bought the other day. And, and you get teased at work for liking this music. Those guys are... Uh, I'm going to use an Americanism. Those guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got great... Uh, music. I, would love, I would love a load of 45s with Coke jingles on. Oh, yes, they're great. They're great fun. They're, they're, but, but I also like uh, um, avant-garde electronic music. Are you familiar with a composer by the name of Milton Babbitt? I don't know Milton Babbitt. No, I'm not that hot on, on avant-garde. Go on, tell me about him. You'll have to play just a little bit. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll play just a little bit. Yeah. He composed on a uh, one of the early synthesizers that was called the RCA Mark II synthesizer. Wow. It fills a room. Yeah. Uh, you feed two scrolls of uh, punched-out paper tape into it. <laughs> and it you do. out sounds. And, and uh, when you feed in the paper, it sounds something like this. This is brilliant! Emphasis on sound. Right. Okay. Well, then let's have another. Let's have a trade-off. Do you, you, you guys must be aware of um, a a singer called Wesley Willis. Oh, yes. Uh, we're quite familiar with Wesley Willis. He's, again, one of your greatest exports. I would say he's um, he's the American Beatles. Uh, and we are always playing Wesley Willis and Wild Man Fisher on this show. Oh, Wild Man Fisher. Yes. Uh, there you go round. My name is Larry. He knows uh, it. <laughs> oh, I love it. My name's Larry. My name is Larry. <laughs> I have a mother. Her name is Mother. Hi, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell, how how often do you do you guys do your show? 
Uh, we do it every uh, Mondays, eight to ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, so hang on, so because um, we're we're coming up to five minutes to two in the morning over here. What is, we we got the great shift here. So what time is it there? Uh, we're coming up to uh, five minutes to nine p.m. Eastern. But uh, our friend Brian is in uh, Pacific Time, oh, so God. he's three hours ahead of us. So he's uh, he's coming California. up California. Yeah, let's uh, so listen he's up to six p.m. Right. I want to get the measure on you, men. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna ask you a question, and I just want you to answer honestly. And, and then from then we will know if you are good or bad men. Hey, what do you think about that President Trump? <laughs> He's an asshole. They're good men. Okay, we're we're on the same side. We're speaking to some snowflakes, just like we are. That's good. That's what we like. Hey guys, listen. Um, if we we have to go. Well, we don't have to go, but I'm tired and I want to go. Um. This is. I've really enjoyed this, and I hope you have as well. And, and, and thank you so much for being such good sports. Um, could could we do an? This is. Could we do an official kind of link up at some point and get you on again and us come on your show at some point? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, what is, um, have you got? You, you have. Go you, uh, well, like if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm uh, Johnny Gators uh, on Twitter at Johnny Gators J O N N Y. G-A-T-O-R-S. Dude, I'm going to follow you right this second. Hang on a second. Let's get this done. Thank you so much for um, for talking to us. Johnny Gators. Right. Hang on a minute. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, is there a picture of you? Are we going to see you? Hey, look at that. You're a good-looking guy. I am following you now. Um, hey, listen, man, my name's Ian Lee. Let, let's get the perfect radio face. <laughs> exactly. Tell, tell me about it. Good hey, listen, my name's Ian Lee. Um, let's keep in touch, and, and maybe we can do something next week. Yes, yes, I'm following you back right now. Johnny, I love you, man. Thank you so much. You've been a really good sport, all of you, and we'll speak again soon. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for calling up to the so I can see it. Yes, we'll do that. I'm going to send you some private pictures that are really <laughs> going to get you excited, guys. Trust me. <laughs> Hey, listen. <laughs> Take care. Thanks very much. Bye bye. Goodbye. There we go. What? Hang on. Let's get the end of that. Johnny, I love you, man. Thank you so much. You've been a really good sport, all of you, and we'll speak again soon. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for calling in. Send the Johnny so I can see it. Yes, yeah, like we'll do that. Now. I'm going to send you some private pictures that are really going to get you excited, guys. Good chat. Thanks very much. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs> there we go. That was uh, some fun time there with, uh, that was uh, Ian Lee of Talk some Radio, at Ian Lee, but there's an extra I in there, so it's I, at I A I N L E E. if you want to also follow this guy. Uh, so there we go, uh, he's a late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, and he did that. Uh, <laughs> Radio DAB radio player and at talkradio.co.uk. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. 1 a.m. Boy, that was way out of left field. So, <laughs> uh, spell, that, spell that again. Um, that is... Uh, oh, well, oh, yes. next week. Uh, next week, I, we're having I, these guys I, I on. Off the page. Oh. Um, oh. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Thank you, Matthew suggested that. Thank you, no, Matthew. No, like, you know what? Like, four or five people follow me at the same time, and now I can't find them. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> me. 
that's what happens when you give your Twitter account out on a talk radio show in England at 2 in the morning. Uh, no, that's at I-A-I-N-L-E-E is uh, who you want to follow there, Venison and uh, Brian. And uh, I, I would Venison eighty eight. If if it was easy to spell your Twitter account, I would have told him to follow you too. Um, so there we go. Thank you, everyone, for following me. And uh, my my apologies for all the awful things that are going to make you unfollow me in the upcoming uh, days and weeks oh, to come. I love that. Um, Dune writes in, uh, not a French whore, a French horn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I didn't. I didn't catch that at the time. I, I, I think French. he may have misunderstood. Oh, <laughs> oh I was supposed These to These guys sound like fun. Zom- They're fair. doing what we're doing with a bit more freedom. Uh, 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 please, uh, <clears throat> oh, I was they... supposed to ask him to call in on Sunday. Oh, I, I will definitely ask him uh, to uh, call in on Sunday. Dude, I'm there. And, uh, oh, he, he is uh, still listening. Yeah. And so I am going to uh, retweet that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I knew, so I we knew we'd get somewhere. Uh, that's that's how it goes. And, and so, yes, you want to call oh, also wow. to the Dune and Bob show, Sunday 6 to 8 Eastern, is where you also want to tune in. And uh, every now and then, Dune and I aren't blocking each other on Twitter. Well, we're never blocking each other on Twitter. But every now and then, we <laughs> might actually follow each other on Twitter. Although these days... <laughs> I'm, I'm following them now. Oh, my goodness. I got a follower from them. Oh! You know what? If they're going to follow us, we need to actually like try to be entertaining, or they're going to start tuning out if we just keep talking about... Uh, Is that Brian Blues? ...listening to us. I mean, how I much, was, um, how much time can we get off this topic? Okay. Like, yeah, people are listening to us right now. Now, there's an interesting talk show comment. <laughs> I like these guys. Topic. I like these a lot. Uh, Are we, we going to have French fun with we them? Should. No, wait. That was <laughs> no <laughs> porn. H o r n, and we each had our own. And but but I but I knew how to press the buttons on mine better. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, well. How many valves did your French whore have? Uh, French whore. Right. Now they're being, now they're being naughty, naughty men. Oh well, that worked brilliantly. Matthew suggested that, but Matthew got that from um, someone else. I think um, from Sim UK Live. I think so. Thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you. Um, oh, that was well worth doing. That was brilliant. There we go. We got. I, I knew we'd get somewhere, and. Um, if you stuck around, you got that. Weren't they lovely? And what... what? Here's the funny thing about Americans, right? We phone up and say, right, you're on, you're on British radio. Okay, cool. None of this, well, you need... We, we, we get, let's have a think about this or... You, you, nothing. Okay, yeah, cool. What do you want to talk about? Just perfect. Absolutely perfect. I love that. Um, we've got some new friends. Lovely. Thank you, Johnny Gators. At Johnny Gators. Johnny without an H is uh, the Twitter. Um, I think he said they were only on Mondays, so we'll get them on Monday. He was saying something about calling on, on Sunday. If he tweets me, I'll, 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 I'll give him a call Sunday with great pleasure. We've got, um, we found some friends. Isn't that lovely? Um, well, that was, you're right, my voice is going a little bit croaky it's with this, this. this aircon. Um, that was well worth sticking around for. Thank you, everyone who stuck around. Um, you know, it wasn't the greatest of shows, but that, that last 30 minutes, boy, we played a blinder, didn't we? Superb. I really enjoyed that. Um, we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. 
as per you. We've got Mark Mason coming in, who's um, who's brilliant. He's written another brilliant book. I say that. I've not actually read this one, but his three previous books were excellent. I'd be very surprised if his standard has dropped at this uh, late stage in his career. Um, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, dear listener. We'll be back tonight at 10. Until then, from us, ta-ta! Go!